welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. You feel so weird right now because you're right there. <laughs> What's happening right now? Yeah, you don't know what to do. The room is different. My chi is off. Is, and chi, is chi a real thing? It's called chai. <laughs> That's tea. <laughs> and John. Hi. Hey. Um, guys, I really enjoyed your podcast last week. Yeah, I know. It was really great. You're welcome. You know, you sounded a lot like... I don't remember a lot about I, I, Disney, but I'm sure it was fun. I mean, I, I sounded a lot like you. Yes. What? Look, yes, what? Yes. The Folkstown marketing did some analytics. Oh, God. You don't trend as well as he does. <laughs> we had to make a... Very, it's a joke. Uh, Just go with it. Don't yeah. take it personally. I'm not taking it personally. You suck. It's cool and everything, yeah. but... <laughs> we love you, but if you were the one who died, the band would keep going. <laughs> You're Ringo. Oh, that's... <laughs> it's weird seeing your face like face-to-face now. Face to face. <clears throat> now yeah. you now you see what I see. Yeah. Or have seen. I'll be a blubbering idiot over here. No. No, 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 no. That's because see that's what are you doing? I'm backing that up so why? it's not right on the mic. I, I have I that's have I like it. It's always been like this. Well that's why you always Okay. Leave I have me, an important leave me, leave me alone. I have an important announcement. Children. You changed my seat, now you're touching my mic. Do you need to go to your room? I'll I'll <laughs> wait right here. I have uh. I have an important announcement to make. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Um <clears throat> Calamity Ganon has met his demise. Oh, yeah. about time. Yeah. 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 Good job. Thanks. That was your most anticipated <laughs> game of 2017. That was so, that was so like <laughs> awkward, but real at the same time. Yeah. With, they fist bumped, but it was more. Ooh, ooh, I have an announcement too. Yeah. What you got? I don't know if you knew. The boy, he beat it. He did finish. Oh, it. yeah. He finished God of War. Jeff? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I knew he, he beat it. Boy. Okay, I didn't know. You were out yeah. town. And then I was playing, I believe, Fortnite he, with him. And See, we made a joke back when you were here. Well, he did, re- like, after that. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think he heard it. Yes. And then, <laughs> you know, he just sat there for three days. Mm-hmm. Oh, son of a... I got big <clears throat> hands. Mm-hmm. But we were on, uh, what were we on? We were, we were, either way, we were hooked together, like, in a chat. Either PlayStation chat or through Skype or something. Yeah. And, uh... You hear Holden in the background basically telling telling Jeff that he's gotten to the final boss in God of War. <laughs> and then not long after, you know, he finishes it. He's, like, so excited. He's like, yeah, I did it, Dad. A little time passes after that, and Jeff's like, you know, it's uh, you never know when they hit you, but these moments that make you real proud as a dad, this is one of them. You know, when you realize your son is mm. into video games and he did something like beat God of War. True. Like, you know what? You're right, dude. That's pretty awesome. That's so, true. Nice little reflection moment by. I went over by old Jeff. I went over there Saturday, and as soon as I walked in, two seconds, Holden was spoiling the ending of that game. And I was like, "Well, glad I beat that one." <laughs> yeah, he's, he's terrible. <laughs> he has no concept. See of that it. Star Wars? Uh, Darth Maul got cut in half. It was awesome. Like what? I what, realized what? when I'm about that. I, when I've been, <laughs> I'm still playing Breath of the Wild for the expansion <clears throat> stuff, but I realized. In this game, I'm kind of a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> why? Because you see a camera. I kill, dead. Everyone? I kill Lynels, mm-hmm. and I keep their weapons, and I never use them. They're like trophies. <laughs> they, that is serial killer ish. <laughs> I don't um, want to use their weapons because they're so ba. You know, it's like now, the shields and the swords and the spears. Be season two of uh, what you call it <laughs> with the old boy Jonathan Groff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't remember the name of the show right now. Uh, Mine, you know what I'm talking Mine about. Hunter? Yes, Mine yeah. Hunter. Thank ah, you. Ah, yeah. 
Okay. He knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I, I was speaking <clears throat> Jonathan. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I spoke Jonathan. Hey, you did. Yeah, I we know did. you were that way. Yeah, we did. Oh, man. <laughs> we. I let him try a nacho, Chris. Oh, Ooh. man. It was good. Of course, I looked over later, and he's, like, carefully placing a jalapeno pepper on top. I'm like, mother... Wait, movie nachos? Movie nachos. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Uh, you shouldn't. I wanted this to happen. Oh, what? No, yeah, 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 absolutely. You should feel I feel betrayed, betrayed that no one... <clears throat> no, you no already one. went. <clears throat> so, I would gone again. Really? Yeah, sure. See, I, see, I have a thing called Movie Pass, so I could go see a movie once a day. And just to see my two friends, one who had been Whoa. away for over a what week... What is Movie Pass? What does this mean? You know what movie pass is? That, um, you get to go see a movie a day for free? Yes, pretty well, much. You pay, With yeah. the exception of IMAX stuff and special what? screenings. Yeah, you pay like nine ninety nine a month. Seriously. That's it? <clears throat> and yeah. I can go see a movie? Yeah. Like we could have seen that with our phones and just went like, well, or do you have a card? You didn't, you didn't pay yeah, for you it. Like a- I didn't. I still technically <laughs> owe you seven-ish. No, I'm, I, I haven't forgot. I owe you $7 or eh. $8. Who yeah. owes anybody anything? You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. There's nothing a little Chris movie pass. Oh, it's it looks like a MasterCard. <laughs> yeah, it's like a debit card. Basically, like you have an app on your phone, um, and you have to be within the th- like a hundred yards of the theater, and then like you just pulled up and <laughs> you say like stalker status. Yeah, it is sound. like weird. Like it requires you to be within a hundred <laughs> yards of the theater, and basically you say like, "Hey, uh, here's the listing of the movies at this theater. I want to see this one." And goes, "Cool, your card's active. You go up there. They run it. Boom. Nice. Yeah. Yeah." Well, now so I like, know that. But anyway, we went to see, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So basically, like, if you just see, if you see one movie a month, you pay, you know, yeah. If you're going in regular time, time, yeah, it pays for itself right then and there. But it's one, you could technically watch one a day. Yes. You get one a day, 2D. And as he said, like, no 3D. I think like, None at all. If no. you go to like the big D, you have to pay $1. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's the only thing. <laughs> the big D. Yeah, you do. But yeah, but it's yeah, worth it. <clears throat> Solo, uh, this is what so we went to go see. I saw your praise of it. Yeah. Well, uh, after the fact on it Facebook. It wasn't praise. It was. No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll, I'm doing this new thing now. Like yeah. where all I just say is. It's better than something. No, no, yeah, no. Or, or if, if it was the other way, if I really didn't like it, I would just say like, it's not as good as this. John yeah. says, you know, well, Chris says he liked it better than Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And I went, Chris. Yeah. Something to that effect. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I saw it on Facebook afterwards that you basically said something along the lines of that too. Where hey, it's, it's yeah. Good. Well, um, Tony actually was the one who pointed out. He said like, "Well, you weren't too high on that, if I recall." And I was like, "Yeah, it wasn't. You know, like it's it's a good movie. It's not anything exceptional though. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it, but I think they learned a lesson this weekend. So." I think it's not that they learned a lesson. I read somewhere that it was possible blockbuster fatigue from fans or moviegoers. I'm like, what would be the lesson though is what I mean. Right. I mean, they're saying people were worn out from Infinity War and then Deadpool, right? So then why do you want to go see? I don't see that. I don't either. Yeah. Cause it's Memorial Day weekend and you had three fourths of the United States being hit by storms. So, you know, wasn't like they're going to the beach or anything. That could have been why though, too. I think it would have been more likely that. Because of the rain, people would have been like, okay, I got to go to the movies because I ain't got nothing else. Put my life in danger to go watch a hack guy play uh, Han Solo. True. Uh, actually, I liked him as Han. Yeah, and I was going to follow with that. <laughs> I go in and me and John said it after after we watched it. We're like, it, I don't know if it was because of the low expectations, but yeah, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. 
It's not a bad movie at uh, all. And there's a major, uh, I don't know if it's, I, it would call it a spoiler, but there's like a cameo and you're like, you should have heard this guy. <laughs> you, you, oh, because have, have you watched the other ones, the series? I've watched The Clone Wars. Well, I haven't he, watched, he, no, I watched he, Rebel. Shh, shh. Uh, yeah. uh, entering possible spoiler zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we'll say to it. But I mean, like, so I guess the context, like, did you know? I understood. Okay. I understood, okay. yeah. Right. It didn't, yeah. But quiet theater. Possible <gasps> gasp and things of that nature. Not my boy. What the? No. No, no, no. Mother. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I would ask you to recreate. Basically, yeah. Like a, yeah. <laughs> nice job peeking. De- oh, I lean back, Chris. I'm a professional. I've only been gone a week, dude. Now, you to move my chair. You, you're talking about my microphone. Now I'm peeking even after I lean back. I'm just saying. You can somebody cue in Adam Lambert? What do you want from me? Thank you. <laughs> I, I would be the one that does that. But I'm I, not you know, do that. I'm curious as to why. Why you think it fell below expectations? From everything I've seen, like, it's not so much that it's a bad movie. It's the fact that, like, and we saw this with all of our friends. No one was high on this movie going into it. No one was anticipating it or anything. And I think it's because in most people's eyes, there's only one Han Solo. You know, mm-hmm. people know that. They don't need to see, unless you're doing something with, with Harrison Ford. Uh, which would be really impossible and impractical at this point. You, no one's ever going to buy it, right? As far as, oh, this is Han Solo now. And I think that's the lesson for them because they kind of did, like, they've been doing this a couple times and they just did it with Rogue One in a way where it's like, even though it's new characters, it was, we're just going to take this thing that's already here and we're going to put it out there. And it did fine. It did better. It's going to end up doing better than this did. But I think made a billion dollars. Okay. I mean, it's still though, like, it didn't do core movie numbers. You know, it's the least, before this one, it was the least grossing one. I want, I'm sure this I'm going to ask this question and it's probably dumb, but I wonder if, if the folks at Lucasfilm and Disney expected it to make core movie numbers and probably the answer is, yeah, they want as most money as possible because it's who they are. I think there's a lot of different crowds Mm -hmm. or, or audiences that didn't go see it for their own reason. I think it's, an amalgamation of a lot of things. Could be. I think there's a set of people that went, screw you, Last Jedi. I'm not going to, I, I need a right. break from you, this you're stuff. What I want. Yeah, there's um, that for sure. I think that there was the, you know, the soft bigotry of low expectations where you're mm-hmm. like, see, this think- is not Han Solo. This is some guy playing Han Solo. See, I think though that was that because I was in that camp. So I went I. to see it anyway yeah. and yeah. I went, okay, I wasn't gung ho about it, but I, but the low expectations made me leave I, much happier. But say so like, even see it again. I, I let's put this yeah. possibly. Yeah. I don't think though, like if they had done a movie instead, say about Boba Fett, they're right? going to. Yeah, which is, you know, that's what they keep saying. I think that would have been a lot easier sell on people. And regardless of how people feel about The Last Jedi, I think people would have turned out for that a lot more just because there is no face that is Boba Fett. Here's the you deal. Yeah. I understand what, what you're... There, unless you're going with the guy from Attack of the Clones, that, which I don't think anyone really is going to associate that actor as being like, if it's not him, I'm not going to buy into this. It's like, no. Does he have the armor on? 
Does he have his jetpack? You know, is he cool as a bounty hunter? That would be the only thing. I think you could have done that, or you could have done like um, a Lando movie. They're gonna do one. Yeah, like that would have been a more interesting thing because Lando. Uh, I don't know if it's more interesting. It's more interesting now because you know how Donald Donald well, Glover did it. Not so much that. I mean, like even regardless before he's cast, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's more of like that character is nowhere near as defined and developed people as Han is. Like he's got, as far as the core movies are concerned, you know, he's got. Okay, you I know see. he used to run with Han at some point, and you know that he is over this mining colony and all that, and he's kind of like a pimp. But you don't really know anything about his backstory as far as, like, all his adventures. And to be be fair in this movie, yeah, as soon as he shows up, you're like, that's a much more interesting story to, of, like, how the heck he got to that seat right there, uh, you know, betting and all the things he's done the last couple of years before he's met Han. Like, that, to me, could be a very interesting thing because, again – the character isn't really well defined within the Star Wars. See, I, I disagree because they're gonna there's gonna be a movie about Obi Wan, and he's very yeah. very defined. I don't care. And about I think that. it's you might not care about it, but it's gonna work better because we have a person who's gonna probably play Obi Wan and Ewan McGregor, who we know and have seen as young Obi Wan. Sure. The problem with Solo is we saw a young Han Solo. Yeah. In the first Star Wars, so. There was a big difference in the casting. Sure. I, I do agree with you in some aspects. Something like a Boba Fett movie can work. Um, a Darth Vader movie that fills in the gap a little bit. See, I don't think that would work out either because I don't think you'd be able to get James Earl Jones to do a whole movie for you. Well, I'm just saying in general you might be okay with it because of the mask and the costume that but, people wear. But you would say it worked if they did get him to do it. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Billy um, D. Williams is 81. Yeah. And I read a report that he's working like, working out like a freak. Yeah. Right. And that's a, that's an anticipation that he's going to be reprised as Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Wow. He's going to be reprised as Lando Calrissian in the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. Right. If that works out fine, it's a great move. But if it's another hot mess of an old guy trying to, you know, be a character that they once were, who I knows? Mean, you, Look, do, you do a, a, you do a Darth Vader movie. That makes it's your make highest it, grossing Star Wars movie. Sure. Sure. Then highest grossing. The three that I don't think can be touched, they tried to touch Solo. I don't think you could have touched a, a Princess Leia movie or a Luke Skywalker movie because we saw them when they were young. We saw them get old. That's a tough sale. For so me, saying they could do a Yoda movie? Yeah. Even if they don't have Frank Oz? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, this movie has time yeah. to, you know, hopefully word of mouth kind of improves it a little bit. I, I, w- I would say everybody could watch it. I mean, um, yeah. You don't, the only, the first, the next thing you have to contend with is Jurassic World on June 22nd, I think. <laughs> right? Oh, speaking of Jurassic World. Uh, the Incredibles. Yeah, The Incredibles Nobody are coming cares. up. You, they shut uh-huh. your face. Okay. God, I don't care about The Incredibles. I can, uh, I love that. That's because you hate Brad Bird. Yeah. I do. I don't know why you do, but you do. You're like Iron Giant. Screw that. I never saw Iron Giant. Iron, Iron Giant. Iron you call Giant. yourself a Vin Diesel fan. Do I ever? <laughs> I'm just putting but that on you. Speaking of Jurassic Park, I had a gig this past weekend, and, and one Tony Henderson was a, a guest at said gig. Uh, he walks up to me and he has me a Jurassic Pop, a Jurassic Park uh, Target exclusive pop. So, oh, shout out to friend of the show Tony. What nice. was it? Huh? Was it the Jeff Goldblum? I'm not saying a word. I'm going to show it to you in person. Oh, you'll see. Okay, it's the Jeff Goldblum. You'll see. I do know that was a Target exclusive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you so much, Tony. I hope you had a good time, by the way. Are, that thing's already going for a hundred bucks on Amazon. I'll say this. Don't say that out loud. Personally, all I would like <laughs> he them to do. He gave it to me. 
if they are going to do more of these like side films, I personally, you know, and I understand I'm probably in the minority in this, but I think the greater potential for them is to go out there and do something like Old Republic that is completely not related to these core nine movies or whatever, Mm -hmm. where it's like, look, here are these people. Like, that was the best part I will say about Solo is that it had nothing to do with outside of Han Solo and Lando, you know, and, and Chewie as far as just characters the who were in The Empire was a backdrop. Yes. It was like, here is a story in this universe. Not and that's a Jedi what, insight. That was why the I The Force always, was not mentioned. That was why I always loved The Old Republic. <clears throat> the, you know, why it was my favorite Star Wars game is that it is this game that is completely removed from the movies. I think, and it's cool because you get to explore right. all these cool things that you just can't do when you're focusing on the Skywalker. Well, I think you're right in that, that the game thing can work, man. I just don't know how that works in a movie universe. I think you got to have a draw. There's got to be a, a reason for it to exist. And you may argue with me, well, before Star Wars, there was not a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And the first one had to come out for everybody to like it. Exactly. And you, you could say, well, to come out with the old universe stuff, there's got to be the first old universe stuff for everybody to like. I, that's a tough get for me. I don't know. Yeah. But I'd love to see an old Republic Star Wars story. Hey, it doesn't even have to be in the old Republic. Just something that's a, it's its own thing. Kind of like, I guess, what they're doing with, uh, who is it? John Farber. He's kind of doing something like that, right? John like, T- he's doing a TV show. Oh, is he doing, was it, Far-Vara. there's like, or was it Rain? That's doing like a trilogy that's completely separate. What are you now. talking about? He's calling him Rain. What is he yeah, talking about? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> He's doing a separate trilogy. Yeah, 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 like something like that. That to me has the greatest potential, just because it's um, like everyone will go in first and be like, I don't know about this, and then you're if it the delivers, <laughs> if it delivers and it's a it good story, people will shut up. I look, I, I'm, I don't want Ryan Johnson anywhere in your Star Wars. Exactly. Anymore. You're, you're. I just think. You have no idea the firestorm that is Ryan Johnson when it comes to Star Wars. Yep. And people detest, like, in a good, almost crazy way. They fired Roseanne today. They might as well fire Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Because that's the same. <laughs> she's exactly. Like, she's just over there like, oh, really? <clears throat> check. Check. Money. Money. But I think but yeah. there is something to a Star Wars movie happening in the fall. I just think that clicks. And plus, Solo was a, it's always been to me a bad title. Yeah. Solo was just a dumb title. I like they that. Uh, I, they should have called it The Adventures of Han Solo. I agree with you. They should have, like, probably released it either in the March time frame or, like, in October, something where it's, like, not in prime season. Yeah. And it would have probably done better. That being know. said, Rogue One is my favorite new Star Wars. I love Rogue Ooh, One. Okay. Rogue One is just to you me. Like more than Force Awakens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, they're both, I think like I, I listed somewhere in my top 10 and I think I had like, I had solo at like seven or no, was it? No, there's been nine movies total. I, nine or nine? no, 10. There's been 10 movies. Yeah. At, Are you counting the Ewok special? Seven was, <laughs> seven was solo and eight for me was, was Rogue One. Yeah, and somewhere on Facebook I I'm saw not huge on either. I saw somebody say, "Hey, when you think these new Star Wars movies are bad, don't forget these gems." <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> they show all that hot mess <clears throat> from the '80s and stuff and yeah. '70s. Oh, that's stuff. I thought yeah. you were talking about the prequels. No, I love the prequels. <clears throat> I'll say it on sir. record. Thank you, sir. They need to be where they are, right mm-hmm. there at the bottom. No, I'm the not list. saying a list. I'm saying they need to be the prequels because that's what they are. I mean, uh, shout out to BK. I was listening to the the Playaway podcast this morning. Send that was, check. And he was talking about. He actually he was on the show by himself. He was doing this kind of a spoilery type thing for 
suit solo and why it messed up. He was, he was subtracting, he would, he would make a criticism of the movie and then subtract $5 million. <laughs> like he was going down the list trying to subtract money, deducing, here's why it, he's like, that's $5 million right there. That's why you lost that money. But he did say something about he wishes Han Solo would have gone back. You would, the movie would have shown him as a child. Hmm. And I was thinking, do you not remember Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's just something people don't want to go back to. It, I, think, no. I, I think the it's flow just, of the movie was good. I think I it picked too. up where it was supposed to. <clears throat> I, I'm like, Chris, I like that it, and you <clears throat> agreed that the everything like Star Warsy was a backdrop. I'm not mocking. He made some great points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, <clears throat> it was good. And to tie it all up, Chris, if we go back, mm-hmm. we'll invite you. Okay. You're yeah. not going to go, though. <laughs> it's cool. I, I'm probably going to go see it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. you can be a Richard out loud on this podcast. And you see what happens. We'll see if you actually commit and come through. I'm just I was, saying. I was happy. If I get a text, it. I will be there unless I'm doing something. Else. See, there it is. There's the old caveat asterisk. I mean, like, yes, if I'm if I'm with my parents, which is like randomly, okay, I'll be there tomorrow night. So if you were to go tomorrow I'm night, not I go probably will not be. There. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to go tomorrow night. You're not going to go this weekend either. You don't know that. <laughs> you I'm don't just putting on the spot. No, you want me to say, hey, let's go Saturday. <clears throat> But if you're looking for a good heist movie, go see it. Or a cowboy movie. Or also, uh, the one scene that is in the trailer where he's like got his hand on his gun. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of like a cowboy movie now. <laughs> it's kind of like, Jesus. well, it's like three things in there. Cause it's, yeah, it's a heist movie. It's a Star Wars movie with the, I'd say the mill part. And then, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like, I Western think they should have called this one Han Solo Rogue One. <laughs> Because he was rogue. I would have called it Kessel Ball Run. Kessel Ball Run. <laughs> Kessel Ball. Uh, anyways. He, he um, made the Kessel Run, man. Just saying. And now we know how. Are we uh, a are drop we, of something? Are we ready to, to drop? To are the, we pivoting? Yeah. I'm pivot! Ready, I'm, pivot! I'm, table I'm ready to wrap up. Okay. That's it. That's all we needed to talk about, right? Man, you just hate French people. What does that mean? What, what happened? happened? What the? Does that mean? French I'm just going to let that sit out there. And we're cutting. Oh, right yeah. In, got it. Yeah, got it. And bagels for croissants. <laughs> You'll see. Okay. Let's do this. Topic. Time, 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 time. The topic is. We have a topic this week. Yeah, oh, we do. God, we have a topic. I gotta check. Did you send updated stuff? He did. Yeah. The, the topic is Detroit become human. So you he, said he it. He said right. it right because he played it. Yeah, yeah. I played. I, I bought this game Thursday night at nine o'clock. When, wait, wait. When, yes. Then when saw solo, right by myself. <laughs> you didn't go by yourself. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Tony bailed on me, so I went by myself. See, we didn't know that. I didn't know that. To tie all that back up. Well, I, I mean, assumed you had your crew that always goes and yeah. I'm not making that up. And so me and John, I said, I'm you can busy. Be part of my crew. I got, I was, I was very busy this weekend, Chris. Yeah. Did we get invited to solo by you? Technically, well, I think Chris did the, I did. If you want to go. Yeah. I let them all know. I put it out there. I said, Hey, I'm going originally. I was going to the seven and then Tony bailed on me and I kind of looked at, it, I was like, am I going to go? I was like, well, instead of going at seven, let me see if there's like a 9.30 or something like that. And I said, that way I can go pick this game up and I'll have it and I won't have to drive up here tomorrow to get it. So I wasn't even sure if I was going to go because I was looking at time. 
it kind of worked out. So I was just like, I'm going to do this because I really wanted to get that out of the way because I didn't know if I was leaving or not going down to Florida at that point. So that's what I did. Uh, but yeah, I got this game Thursday when Salsola woke up, started at about 9 a.m. Friday and I just went and did not stop. Hard in the paint? What, yeah, pretty what, much. What'd you do immediately <laughs> after waking up? I J-O'd, but after that, <laughs> whoa, 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 <laughs> really? I mean, what do you do? Uh, I urinate, and then I usually go get some, uh, like, orange juice. or. But you could do that, and then you urinate. No. <laughs> I got to wake up and get going. I, yeah. Long I wake gone up. are the days when you exactly. wake up and Richard's at a full attention. Nah. <laughs> You're old. I can't help that. <laughs> no, look don't. What, look what I did today. I go yeah. do one of those Tom Hanks League of Their Own urinates. <laughs> I mean, I figured I had to get it out of the way. That's so peeing. <laughs> I've, I've tied myself several times peeing. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I, I've got that. I've got Tom Hanks beat do by you? several seconds. Really? It probably says something. But Detroit become human. Yeah, speaking of video games. <laughs> yeah. Um, do so, androids pee? Good question. No, they do not. Do they okay. fake eat food, though? They do not. They just walk around like creeps. <laughs> Singing radio Like head. blinking, real-life-looking creeps. Yes. Yeah, it's... uh. So those who don't know, this is the latest from Quantic Dream, makers of Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Oh. Uh, Do that again. I guess the best way to say this is that... I think this is like the AAA version of what John would call a walking game. Though it's not like, to be fair to his games, it's not just like walking to and for, like to and from and just being square. Like he's always been walking about simulator, like Firewatch, horrible game, a great game, great game, much better than uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, whoa, whoa, you said that just you don't even you don't even think that. Nope, <laughs> he, he just, just said it, it just to say it. <laughs> Just a troll, the troller. <laughs> um, but oh, now, no. like, uh, these games, to, be, to his credit, like, they're not just that way, like, where they're just walking simulators. Like, Dave Cage takes full advantage of the, um, of the, the use of, like, the six access part of the remote control. Dave Cage? David Cage. He's from France. That's why you hate him. David no, no, Cage. No, you, you said you called him Dave. I, I just know, yeah, I guess David Cage. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you knew him. Yeah, do you know him I on do. a personal level? I do. Me and him. Okay. Were then close. I guess like Dave Rubin. Or like when people know Robert De Niro or, and they just call him Bob. Bobby D. I know yeah. him. I know like, Dave Thomas. The founder Dave, of Wendy's? Dave Ortiz. <laughs> like Dave, Dave Winfield. Dave, I'm running Dave. out of Dave's. <laughs> Dave Matthews. Dave Winifield. No, I'm sorry. David Matthews. <laughs> David Grohl. <laughs> Dave See, Grohl. We're doing that now. We switched yes. it. We um, call the Dave's David, the David Dave's. But like, yeah, he uses the, the David Hogg. He looks like an Android. Anyway. He uses the controller to kind of consistently teach you and reinforce you like movements. Oh, cause um, we haven't played games before this one. Well, it's like, for instance, like understanding. <laughs> Hey, there are times where you need to move the right stick in this kind of direction. So yeah. you do it like for opening doors, I got right? You. Okay. And then like when you're pouring something, you have to tilt the controller or if like you're trying to pull something, you have to actually like jerk the controller. <laughs> um, yeah, or, or like shake it up and down, whatever. Like in it. <laughs> and then and on around. It's it a motion control game. Hokey yeah. Hokey it, I mean, there Detroit. is motion control. Um, but like what it does is it has these light chapters where it has everyday movements where it does this because then when you actually get to the action sequences, it 
demands like that you do these things in very quick procession with very little cue, you know? So that's where it, that's the gameplay element to it. And the fact of the matter is, is that how well you do that determines your level of success. And the cool thing is, is that these games, you know, like there's no point like where you just die and, and then it goes, well, game, o- game over, try again. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, you died or like someone died or you failed continuing on, you know, Where explain, we, explain that. You just like, so for instance, another robot. Well, no, like, you know, there's three characters in this game. Yeah. Uh, they each have three perspectives. Like you have Connor, who's kind of like this futuristic Android, like, like top of the line Android. Like he's the guy who goes through and has all these crime scene, uh, analysis things. Like he can just look at a crime scene, see the blood and analyze it or finger. He can recreate. He was the guy from E3. Yes, yeah. he he can like recreate a whole entire uh, scenario of what happened as far as a crime scene just by looking at things and kind of winding back and then observing other parts of the room as far as how they've been impacted. You have that. You have Kara, who's kind of like a utility robot. Like she she's like a, a maid. You know, you can tell like she's more of a budget model. She's not any thing high end. And then you have Marcus, who is. Um, who is kind of like a premium model who is owned by a rich caretaker, like an old man who's like an artist and he's, he's the caretaker for him. That's, yes, Marcus. That, that's Marcus, right? Is he there. the one on the most of the packaging artwork? Yes. Like saying? Yeah. Uh, okay. and I would say he's probably in, in, he is the main character of the three. He, his one is definitely the one that carries the most weight. Uh, do you choose a character or do you just jump every, in? no, like each chapter has its own character. Boo. So like you're consistently, <laughs> it's kind of like, um, I'd almost call these things like they're almost like, think of like an HBO season, like, like of game of Thrones. You've got one season, of, one, it, or one episode game, will be on Jon Snow and then it'll be on somebody else. Yeah. Like, the, thing. well, the game is like 10 hours about, I'd say like 12 hours. If you're really just going out there and exploring every little thing in there, um, so what you're doing is like, you know, okay, here's Kara, what she's doing right now. Okay, let's now cut to Connor and see what he's doing. And now let's go to Marcus and you see him and they're each kind of doing their other things. And then it slowly starts to, you know, intertwine. Like, like when will they intersect? What was that movie with Don Cheadle? Uh, Iron Man. No, <laughs> that's funny. He was in it. Uh, and all the stories were going together. It was a big movie. Oh, Crash. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. Crash, but a video game kind of. A little of. bit, yeah. One just, best picture of the year. Yeah, yeah that just, movie. I mean, like. <laughs> Don Cheadle. Like I said, just think of Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. yeah, you got Danny over here doing her thing. You got King's Landing. You got the North, right? Danny's short for Daenerys, John. I've been rewatching that show. I'm, it's good. Man, I'm ready for it. It's a good show. I'm so ready for that. You next call week. her Danny? They do. Yeah. Cause, I mean. Cause, cause Danny's short for Daenerys. <laughs> yeah. The Daenerys Targaryen of House Targaryen of. Daenerys. <laughs> Mother of Dragon. She's, oh, I thought that was Khaleesi. She is the same thing. She is also the Khaleesi. Oh. She's got a lot of names. She's in Solo. Yes, she is. She kicks... Millie Clark. She's really... She's a good person. She's a good person. I wonder if they're like slowly just going to work healthy, everyone. as my friend would say. Also, it was really nice to see Woody uh, Harrelson playing Woody Harrelson again. <laughs> I didn't take that. I thought he was... I, he, he just... He, he does did. his thing, which is fine. He's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm just like, oh, there's Woody doing Woody. Um, normally he, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, he was a backstabbing, conniving. Whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We're we in some territory. Yeah, we are. We're in called Detroit human territory. I need oh. to tighten up. 
Anyways, like, so yeah, it's, it's seeing these three lives and starting out with the like little interactions of their daily lives. And then let me guess, they all connect. Happened, right. Huh? They all connect. Maybe at some point they do. But as to getting back to your question earlier, like you could get to a point where Connor dies, like, you know, through your action or whatever, if you could fail or like Kara dies or even maybe Marcus dies or people who are around those people die or, or something happens and it, and it can end up having a rippling effect that affects everyone else. So I like, love ripples. So like, for instance, say like <laughs> the actions of Marcus, for instance, could greatly in the end, depending on how you play him, could greatly influence, say, what happens to Kara in her own story, even though like they only meet like, like, you know, even though they might not have tons of on screen time together, those actions are tied because in the end it feeds into this one narrative. And that narrative is the idea of what it would be like in a society where all of a sudden androids become kind of the chief way of life. Um, and then they start to grow, I guess, sentient or whatever you want self-aware. Right. Um, side note, side note, side note, uh, the voice actor for, uh, Kara. Yeah. She's pretty cute. And, yeah. uh, Marcus to me looks kind of like Marcus. Uh, the big surprise for me was, um, you, you watch, did you watch Friday night, the TV show? Yeah. They all look like, uh, you see that? That's yeah. They're Marcus, all their voice right? actors. Yeah. That's the guy from, uh, but look, this is him in real he life. He was in <sighs> Dr. McDreamy. What's that show? Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. He's been in a couple of things I've seen him before. Pretty cool. And the actress I first saw her on uh, never that Kevin Bacon show, Veronica Mars, <laughs> Bacon Brothers. <laughs> What's was that show called? Footloose. <laughs> the Twilight Saga. Was it Tremors? Breaking Dawn Part Two. Pretty sure it was Tremors. No, it was recent. It was he plays an FBI Blair Witch. guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Mall Cop. I watched it. I watched no. all Paul three Blart. seasons. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> the following. The following, yeah. yeah. She was Kevin Bacon. Um, Not I, Kevin. Kevin. For those who don't know, also, uh, Minka, Minka Kelly's in the game. If you've ever watched Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Dude, he like, was an amazing, hey, uh, amazing yeah, cornerback for Alabama. She used to be married or date oh. Derek Jeter. Minka Kelly, cornerback for Alabama. I remember that. That's funny. Is she an android in this? Uh, she does play an android. Yes. What kind of android? Uh, she a played robot one android. that used to be a sex robot. Uh, what I laughed about a minute ago, John, uh, can't spoil right? it, but the description <laughs> yeah. of no, one no. guy, his name's Hank. They say Hank is an alcoholic. Hank is, oh, Clan- <laughs> Hank is, uh, Clancy Brown. Who hates uh, androids. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, how they describe them. I'll he's tell you, like, he's um, an android that hates androids. No, no. I don't Sean, know remember, um, Lost. Yeah. The episode where Desmond, like they actually show his history in the hatch with, uh, with yeah. the d- other dude. What was his name? Uh, Billy. Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin. <laughs> on the show. Kelvin. Sean just drops names. Kelvin is Billy. Clancy Brown. Oh. That's Hank. Nice. Yeah. They have a, I mean, like to their credit, David Cage usually goes out there and gets pretty good. David Cage. Like a good assortment of actors to be in there except for heavy rain you where can't it was all yawn. French people. I can yawn if I want to yawn cuz it makes people think including mm-hmm. me yeah. that you're bored af <laughs> but anyways kids um the idea is yes like this game is in was it 2038 so 20 years from now um pretty much detroit has become the center of the android revolution like as far as like 
you know, of course, we all know what Detroit is like today. It's pretty bad off. Uh, That's hearsay. I, I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably only a handful of cities, like major cities in America you could look at and go like, Jesus, that is more depressing than Detroit. It's, it's um, depressing because of what Detroit used to be. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a city defined by an industry and that industry, unfortunately, has passed off, uh, from pretty much America, unfortunately. Hashtag. Uh, but on the other thing here, uh, this whole entire idea is that Detroit has become the center for the robot revolution because, you know, again, it needed something. So, you know, all the major manufacturers of robot Jesus. in America, they went to Detroit, they build it up. It becomes this huge prevalent w- way of society. You know, you have androids for everything. Um, but of course, as you do that, there comes the, I for think everything. Yeah, just about. Um, I have a butt wiper android. You could have that. Oh, crazy with that. I mean, Marcus huh? is a caretaker and he takes the old man to the bathroom and everything that that's in the game. He takes the old man to the bathroom. Is and that like a Which is, uh, that's Land Hendricks. Lance, uh, Lance, Lance, Han- Lance, uh, Lance Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Right, he's in there. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's an old guy. Yeah, he's an days. old guy now. <laughs> things like when I read this completely trip me out, blow my mind. However you want to say it. So the game Don't is you spoil things. I'm not. It's the budget was is that thirty million like quid? What is that? Like, that looks like uh, pounds, French money. Um, so that much, right? It was based on the Quantum Dreams 2012 PlayStation Three and technology. Yeah, and they when they showed it, the game they were on a game engine that was only fifty percent capacity. Yeah, I remember so that's they, how long this thing's kind of been in the works. It'll eventually come out in May of 2018. The first thing they showed from it was that tech demo from 2013. I yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. Um, you can watch all the videos. Like it was, it was just like a robot face on a thing talking to you. Uh, but anyways, like, yeah, as androids have taken over America, like basically, you know, like you're in this world now that has autonomous cars. Um, you have. Androids that are like, you know, built to work on loading docks and all they do is, you know, lift things and stuff like that. You have androids that are salesmen. You have androids that, um, that they basically do everything. Like even, even to the point now, like androids are being used in sports. Uh, really? Yeah. To like, like be athletes in sports? Yeah. Um, and also like musicians and all this kind of stuff. As that has happened, obviously, Something that I think a lot of people actually do fear does happen, which is, you know, obviously as you have androids come in, they take over jobs, people get let go from those jobs, right? You know, people start to become unemployed. And since Detroit is the ground zero for all android involvement, they're the first ones to really feel like significant impacts. Like I think here it's like alluded to that pretty much about one third of Americans are out of work at this point. Um, and it's kind of androids don't call in sick, man. You see this like disparity between the rich and how that life is and how they perceive androids versus those who are struggling and have been affected by this. Um, And you start to see kind of classic themes. that I think we always see, which is like when you get a bunch of people who suddenly become impoverished and there's something they can tether to an idea of why they are that way. Suddenly what has caused this, they become very, you know, there's a number of people that just become very, uh, against it very quickly. Uh, so there's violence against androids. There are those who would, who think they're unnatural and just need to die. And this is all before, you know, anyone becomes sentient. Uh, but what eventually starts to happen through a series of events, 
basically, yes, the androids start to become self-aware. I won't spoil how that happens. And it kind of, the game, the rest of the game kind of goes into this idea of what you're willing to do for freedom um, and what freedom kind of means and, and how you would pursue it. Like, so you have Kara, who really her story isn't so much about like the wide variety, but she's like, she's become free and she has this one objective that she wants to do. And it, everything is about like, well, what are you willing to do to accomplish that? Like, are you willing to steal? Are you willing to, uh, are you willing to rob people? Are you willing to, uh, let other people die so you can protect your main thing that you care about here? In this objective, uh, you have Connor, who Connor is kind of the character. He's the top model. Yeah, he's the one who doesn't really, well, um, I don't want to, let's go to Marcus. Marcus is kind of the (laughs) way of, um, he's the guy who is kind of like, look, without spoiling anything, who's kind of, I'm leading this charge of this idea of like, we deserve equal rights. We deserve to be treated as. That's when it gets scary. Yeah. Like as you know, say they're equal, you know, we're the ones who deserve to be treated as, you know, yeah, as, as living beings, you know, who have equal protections and all that kind of thing and pushing it. And he very much is the one who decides how you, how this will go down, you know, as far as not going to take it as far as like, is he going to be violent? Is he going to be for, you know, nonviolence? Is he going to be kind of just, somewhere in the middle based on whatever's happening. Um, does he cause riots or does he more so just do peaceful, uh, you know, graffiti type things? Uh, and there's a lot of different things that could be driving. One of those for me was Minka Kelly, because as John knows, as soon as there's any chance of romance in a game, <laughs> Chris is going to go explore it just to see where it goes. So, uh, as <laughs> soon as Minka Kelly showed up and I, I had Mass a couple conversations. Yeah. Like as soon as the conversation played that game so many times, <laughs> I had like a conversation <laughs> with her. I was like, I'm just going to bet if there's a romance in this game, you're the one. And I just like, after that, I was like, I got to follow whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get her. It took a lot. And <laughs> I don't think I got a good ending because of it. I burned Detroit for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I burned down Detroit for you. Yeah. Well, no, but but that was the interesting part to me, though, is that it did present you with a lot of conundrums. Uh, And there's always there's always two people kind of pulling you in two different directions. And you can actually at times see both of their ideas, you know, like as far as why they would think the way they are. And it you can be a good person or you can go for all out carnage in this game. I've seen some photos of you going bad. Yeah. And your face starts to change into some sort of waxy elf looking. No, 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 no. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? That's, yeah, that's not that. Um, no, that's just how, okay. So the cool thing about the androids is like all their skin is completely adaptive. So like they can change their skin tone. They could change their hair color, all that kind of stuff as, as much as they want. But their true form, like when they're not programmed as anything, they can just be blank and, and like, yeah, it's like a plastic skin. Like you'll see if they ever shake hands, like you'll see the hands both turn to the plastic thing. And I think that's like when they're sharing data between each other directly, they can do it through that. Um, but then, yeah, the other part of it is Connor and Connor is kind of like the anti of those two. He's, he's the one who's constantly in his mind battling to do what his mission objectives are 
versus going rogue. And it, again, it's completely up to you where, where you go with that. If you just want to be good or, or you want to see what happens when you finally breach over. Um, but even then, like he's, his main thing as far as the game is put forth in the beginning is to achieve the mission. And again, like as an Android, you can look at that and say, there's a lot of different scenarios that can come up where, you have this relationship with, as you said, with Hank, who's a detective who does not like androids at all. <laughs> um, like, do you do well, things that are ha- going? His name has to be Nate. He has to be Hank. Hank. He like some like redneck racist an in alcoholic Montana. Name Hank. Yes. A lot of people are named Hank. <laughs> so I mean, cliche. technically, he could be your son right now because you know, not that old. He'd be like one of our kids. The only thing like, worse is calling him Jedi I mean, or something. Yeah, he looks like he's like about forty in this game. Chris, I'm not forty. Yeah, but like you could be like oh. if he was born. Chris, in, I'm almost forty. He's born in like two thousand. <laughs> you know, right? So yeah, you. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were you doing in two thousand? <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, stairwell. No, <laughs> it's that idea of like, what are you going to do? Are you going to? actually stick to this idea of just accomplish it and do whatever that takes. Like for instance, would you do something that pisses Hank off if it completes your mission? Or are you going to be like, try to be, you know, you want to be Murtaugh and Riggs and, and, and make uh, a buddy cop duo here. You know, th- those are both options in there. Uh, buddy cop duo. Yeah. And, and like the cool thing is, is that, as I said, like with these games is as it goes forward, you start to see the ripples as far as things you've done Again, with each I love person. Ripples. And, and things you've done with one character Wait, start ripples? to see how they connect and <laughs> you see how they connect and, and affect the other characters and, and the paths that are open to you as you enter in the end game. Um, so you know, one of the cool things I'm, I'm reading though on to touch kind you're of supposed yeah. to be listening to him. I am to tie into that. I'm about to exactly tie into that directly. Okay. You see me doing that? Um, well, cause you don't have your phone out. You're not, I always get, along. I always get scolded when I look at my phone. I'm it's, he knows what Go I'm ahead, doing. Sean. Go ahead. I hate you. And I hope that you really like ripples. <laughs> um, cage said he used charts and diagrams. Mm-hmm. Um, when writing his choices to basically see how everything would end up, and there was five or six thousand pages of notes. Jeez. That he said the story was more like a Rubik's cube. Yeah, uh, because they wanted to make sure everything eventually made sense. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I think for the most part it does. Like, there's a couple of really. I'll say this: like, it's not the most overly serious thing ever. Like, there are some parts where you're like, okay, this is lighthearted. Um, there are parts where it's not, and it's not like. It's the greatest story ever made. It works for what it is. It's kind of just big fun. And like, what if I think is the best way. I think it's coming, Chris. I know <laughs> I may be out there and saying that, but I think the um, robots are going to take over. It, it very well could be. We may not be alive, um, but it's the one cool scary. thing I actually really like about that as far as choice and progression and different paths. When you get done with every chapter in the game, there's like 30 chapters. Um, it pulls up a flow chart and you can literally see where you broke off to different decisions and different branches that it could have gone down to. That's and, um, cool. That and the cool. other cool thing is you can also pull up and see how many people selected the same as you worldwide mm. that have played the game. Mm. So you get an idea. That's really cool. So if you want to so see how many people were perverted like you and decided to burn <laughs> 99.1. <laughs> 
Over the, the vampires, I don't know if there was a way to where I could have not done that and I could have just done the key dialogue scene correctly to activate it. But you know, sometimes you gotta burn stuff down. Chris's um, Chris's one of Chris's motivations to playing Mass Effect two as many times as he did. I had to know every romance. He, you call it romance. I call it. <laughs> Look, I'm uh, I'm like Lando. I'm uh, what's the word? You truly belong amongst us, amongst the stars. Was it? Like was that. it called? Uh, pansexual. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, anything, anywhere, so, anytime. <laughs> so let, so let me ask. Let me ask you this. Okay. Why? I mean, in order to ask this, I might I might want to go ahead and ask you for how many Richards you would give it. Oh, you want me to go and say I give it? Um, I thought about it. Um, Hold up, close your eyes. <clears throat> close your eyes. I'm going to say what I think. Close your eyes. Oh, okay. What do you think from what he said? Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. You'll confirm, John. Yeah. Can I? Can yeah. I? Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. Okay. That's funny. Um. <laughs> New thing. New bit. Before I give that, I will say there are a couple moments in this game that are uh, like Uh-oh. It, it pulls in with some civil rights stuff, you know, like really going with the imagery. And I'll say this. I understand David Cage is from France. He's not American. I kind of put that in perspective. Like I was like, he's someone who is kind of like we're. You know, us, like if you're looking at something that goes on in the world as far as revolution or whatever that's historical, you have a very different view of it of maybe probably, how people from yeah. that nation have a view If of they it. were taught anything yeah. about our history and the civil rights yeah. in France, it's not like how we got taught here and especially not how we got taught being from Georgia, Alabama. Exactly. Ish. Like I, I so. have to imagine like to put something in perspective, <clears throat> I did something that was very much on the plight of French Ooh. of French people during World War Two or World War One. Baguettes. It would have a very different, I think, feeling of yeah. authenticity um, and connection to the audience and source material than someone whose parents and grandparents lived through all that kind of stuff. And right. it's been handed down by generation. There are some moments here. Specifically, there's uh, a scene that may or may not be a march that very much might draw on a lot of what happened in the 1960s and such. Um, do they have a dream? Yeah, they have a lot of sayings that they, that you I said can dream. Say, yeah, they, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. they did have a dream. They had a lot of things that they say. And I understand like what he's going for here. And I don't put it off, but I was like, it seemed really silly. And I was like, this doesn't work. Like as far as what you're trying to build here, I was like, well, I understand why you put it in here, but I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, especially with, the fact that you know where this could break <laughs> off to and the way I did right afterwards where like it went really downhill very quickly, <laughs> really, really quickly. Um, but that said, Richard wise, um, well, don't, um, don't forget there's a new book out called the radical King yeah, about a completely different side yeah. of Martin Luther King. And let's not also forget about Mark, uh, Malcolm X who had a very different, that's you know, the, so, that's where I definitely felt. And I would like almost, and I almost, I almost, I would almost tell you that people from New York City see the civil rights movement sure. very differently from somebody from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I agree. It's not just a, it's not just a country difference. It's, it's how people in California see civil rights sure. versus how many people, you know. So we can only imagine how, over exactly in, in like La France. 
I mean, one like, can appreciate the intent. I, I, that's why and I that's, took it as and like the, I, I got like I didn't think it was coming from some bad place or whatever. I was like, I got it. I was like, this just might not be the best thing to do. And I was like, I can understand like that there might be some people that look at this, um, and <clears throat> who draw on those experiences and maybe have people who lived through it or maybe themselves lived through it. I don't know how many people from that era are big video game players, but I, think, I, I imagine like I can understand why they might be like, eh. I think like the that. I think the radical king is Michael Eric Dyson. I think this who wrote that. But cool. There's just uh, over the years different perspectives on sure. what these guys believed. You know, because people are pushing back these days on the peace version of Martin Luther King, saying that's not the entire story. Okay. So I find it. Uh, uh, I don't know how it says. I find this. Interesting. It said two scenes were canceled um, due to their lack of clarity in how violence was portrayed. Did you find that all the violence things that turned out made sense that they were clear? Well, I mean, he didn't I, give us his Richard. I know. I had, but I wanted to ask that one question before the Richard. I don't even remember what you um, predicted. I mean, he's like, going to have to close his eyes again. It wasn't a seven or a nine. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, just for that, ten. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, but I think, well, it's hard to say cause I don't know what's Every there. Path. Right. Is that what you're going to? Yeah. I don't know that. Well, you're saying they got cut. So I don't know what part of the game they got. I was saying from. Were the other ones that they, they left in, did they make sense? Were they, they clear? Did. I mean, they did. It's kind of like, I, I will say this. I think the game wants to guide you to a path of being peaceful, peaceful. like whether, it, you know, but I have no idea if, like, you know, they start mowing down robots. Do you, does it ask you to at some point to say, when do you start to fight back? Right. You know, like, kind of, do you just completely go for the idea of, yes, we will endure? Or do you eventually reach the moment of, uh, the shot heard, heard around the world? Right. Um, on the other hand, like, when it came to doing the violence, it, the main violence in it, like there's one scene early. I'm like, well, a little bit before the main big one. The score. That- <laughs> but did you understand it though? Because I guess, did hey, you, yeah. did you hey, understand it? Be I, respectful. Okay, you got it. <laughs> no one cares about your stupid they do Legend care. Zelda. No, they do care about the Richards. Uh, they, they actually do. But no, they were dumb. I'm trying to say, like, there's there's a scene I can understand where the violence tied in. Like it, it made sense. There's another one where, like, as I said, it's kind of tied to this whole entire walk thing, march, whatever you want to call it. And like when you get to that part where the decision's made, I'm like, this doesn't make doesn't. sense right here as far as, as what far I'm doing. As the it's imagery and your ability I was like, to contrast you just, the imagery. Well, it was like you just did this big thing and you did this build up <clears throat> and literally you're you're switching from this to the complete other spectrum of Could like, that have been now because of your like, choices though? No, 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 no. It, it almost did immediately. It asks you, you know, do yeah. you want to do this? And then like confirm afterwards. Like, and I think that's like where, unfortunately, because of the idea is free choice, right? You know, do what you want. It's your story. I can understand. It's like, it's really hard to sell that off. But on the other hand, it's like, I kind of would have liked it if maybe it was something like Mass Effect where 
my actions prior to that had built up to like where that was the only option. Like Mass Effect did that with certain scenes. And Two, not Andromeda. No, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like where it, it would sit there and say, you can't choose this passive option because you've been a D the whole entire game or you cannot be a D at this moment because you have been a passive person or somewhere in the middle of the whole entire game. Um, I liked that about that game. And I kind of wish there had maybe been that here where it's like, look, if you're going to be a jerk, if you're going to go down this thing of violence, you need to have committed to that. Path. Let me understand. Let me try to understand what I think you're saying. You're saying yeah. that in the game, you're mm-hmm. at a peaceful protest and because of a split second decision you can make that the game allows you to make, it can resort to violence. Yes. And I think, it, I think David Cage there is actually showing some, some sophistication where he understands the nature of a protest protest, regardless of how sure. peaceful they are across history, across the world at a moment's notice, they, they verge on high tension. Yeah. Sure. I agree with you. That's why what King accomplished was so spectacular Sure, because every peaceful protest is just teetering on that one trigger, one person, one misinterpreted act can just snap everything into yeah, oblivion. But the thing is, is French that revolution. there isn't that's that. the French revolution there, in a there, nutshell. There, I would say this, you don't understand that. There I'm only isn't, interpreting what you're yeah, telling there me. There isn't that, yeah, though, man. because of the way the androids function <laughs> and like the way this oh, okay. is going. Got it's it. all right. tied to one person. Okay. And Hank. like, Marcus. you know, yeah, there, you don't have to. <laughs> hey, this is, as you said, this is not like, you know, as you're saying, like, yeah, like, you know, shot her around the world or like right. the Boston Massacre sure, or something sure. like that, where just one thing happened and, <clears throat> you know, now it's a S show. It's like, no, no, you. You alone make this choice. Um, and like, like I said, if it had maybe been this thing where the game had required you to build up to that choice, mm-hmm. I would have maybe had more respect. Like, okay, we're going down this so thing, he but I'm not surprised. It, he doesn't come to it organically. It's almost like right. it's manufactured. I could have been, I could have been like, there's nice. about three, nice. mi- there's about three missions prior to this where you have interactions where you could do harm <clears throat> to humans and such, you know, like in destruction, whatever. And if you played those in a way where you did that, I would not be shocked at all if you then tell me Marcus is going to literally charge and kill whoever he needs to now to get his freedom. On the other hand, if you tell me that Marcus, you know, is been peaceful in every other turn, and now this one time, all of a sudden, where he's so been, been doing everything peaceful, and he's he's completely employing being peaceful for mo- like minutes prior to this uh is now going to say well the way is violence yeah you know okay. th- that's that's a hard I sell so me. you see yeah. no i can see zero that indication of even an inkling of the belief of violence is the way prior to this defining moment i'm saying if you, <laughs> didn't, if you didn't kill if you didn't decide <laughs> i'm saying if you didn't decide to do that right now on the other hand it, it could be the other way it's like where marcus is doing all these things to kill people or whatever or, or inflicting could it just be a dialogue glitch to get his stuff done and then all of a sudden like he just turns around and goes like you so, know what guys just put your hands up let them do what they will <laughs> so one minute he's going right. we shall overcome and then the exactly split second later going exactly make america great again exactly <laughs> but could could, <laughs> so, it, could it have been a flaw in the dialogue come here rocket man no rocket man That's you're going the second down time i've asked the question but you can die as far straight as straight to violence do i think it's an error <laughs> of some sorts could it be no 
No, no. it's it's. We just would have the way. to see it, and we would yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So Richards, yeah, uh, I would probably give this game eight point five Richards. Yes, close. Eight point five. Close. High five. Confirmed. So, well, that being said, and this doesn't mean anything. Sure, I, I don't. But but, but you would admit everything. that I mean I think at this point Metacritic has it overall at a seventy nine. Sure. I'll verify or something I'll, like that. I'll it verify is. it. I checked this morning. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. What? What is? What is? Because you've. I don't know if you played Beyond Two Souls. Sure. But what is David Cage missing? David Cage. With what happened in the first game, everything that came together in the first game. Why can't he? And look, this is by all means not a bad game according yeah, yeah. by according to the numbers, but. What is he missing that keeps him from recapturing that original game? Well, I don't know if he's missed. Like, he's built upon... I think most people think Beyond Two Souls was just jarring because it's completely... The way its narrative is delivered is completely out of order. You know, it's that Tarantino thing. Sure. And, like, it just didn't work as well because of that, from my understanding. Um, Heavy Rain worked really well because it was something that was even though the voice acting maybe wasn't the greatest thing ever because you had these, all these French people trying to be American. <laughs> um, it, it worked because it was a very much like someone took a David Fincher movie and put it into a video game and it worked perfectly because they just had not been anything like that. You know, it's like, here is literally a video game as a movie. Like, you know, yeah. it is everything is shot in a certain way and to give you a certain perspective of what's going on, um, it has a script as far as where it's going very linear, you know, and it, it hits notes. And I think for most people, if you even look at the reviews on this, most of them agree, like who didn't like it. I think they, they may have had, I've definitely read some objections either a, because of, um, some stories about Quantic studios that have, um, come up over the last couple of years uh as far as it being a workplace uh oh, yeah. yeah there's that there's things that mr k just said he's kind of a very controversial dude he, he says what's on his mind and he don't care what you think i appreciate so, that uh, sometimes uh, yeah actually like, all the time so i definitely would say there's you know probably gonna stand, be, John. There's sure. probably some people out there as such, no matter what Mr. Cage puts out, they're going to not be too open to it. But the other thing I have read for a number of people who maybe just didn't love the story or didn't feel it was genuine enough is that they all agree that he's kind of getting to the point where he's got the gameplay and structure down. They just want something that they connect more with is what I'm gathering. But those who actually enjoy it, like myself, I, I think... I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think it's as good or as big of an achievement as Heavy Rain was. I think that's a really hard one to top. Uh, any game that asks you, will, are you willing to cut off a finger for a son is hitting Wait, some. What? Yeah, that game is. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, as of right now, Metascore 79, user yeah. score 8.7. So <clears throat> users well, like it. Users are, okay. Yeah. Not too bad. It's not too bad. I mean, I think. <clears throat> I'm interested to see what he does next. I hope it doesn't take six years. Probably um, will, dude. He seems to. Was Beyond that long? Beyond was like 2012, yeah. Wow. I believe. Yeah. Um, shame. 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 <laughs> but I hope it's good. And, I mean, if you like these kind of games, the, the biggest thing I would say is if, if you don't like these kind of games, there's not going to be anything here that I think will suddenly win you over. AKA John. 
Um, on These the, aren't my style. Hey, yeah, just to yeah. give you an update, uh, beyond a 72 on Meta yeah. <laughs> with an 8 user. <clears throat> just uh, for some perspective, Chris. What about Heavy Rain? I can, I can check that. Heavy Rain is in the 90s. Yeah, I think High so. 80s, low 90s. Uh, is that what you're going with? If you are a fan <laughs> of these things, I think that you owe, if you have a PS4, you owe it to yourself to pick this up. Just because you're not going to find a game with this kind of budget and, you know, dedication. Yeah, 30 million quid. Uh, available. Yeah. So, did we get that score? We did. 78 meta. What? For heavy rain? And 77.9 user. Wow. Hold on. Oh, that's PS4. Look for the PS3 one. Okay. Can do that for you too. Because again, I think, like I said, you know, he is, I don't think he's as, uh, downscore game that I don't think he's as controversial as, uh, as the dude from, um, that did Kingdom Come Deliverance, but he's definitely someone that like. You have to tell me uh, later some stuff that he might have said. He. You don't have to tell have, me. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, but it definitely, I think. <laughs> we don't want to be offensive I, I, on yeah, this. Show. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say that like I can tell you why any one person would do it, but I definitely think when mm. you take that industry and you do certain things, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that everyone's going to not have a bias, right? Yeah. Heavy Rain PS3, Meta 87. There you go. User yeah. 7.7. Ooh, they fell us over value. Uh, you guys want to do some news? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, not wrap this up. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! <laughs> Look at all that peeking. So much peeks. Someone's peeking. Hey, I like to peek. I like to peek. Uh, where did I These put that? These things are making news? my ears hurt. Take uh, them off. I don't like, I like hearing my own voice. Well, you take it off. You gotta get some not bootleg headphones. <laughs> These are Sony's. They're, they, they're the kind that push on your ears instead of resting over your ears. Oh, or you could just yeah. take them off. You know, I have to, I have to be honest on this first story. When I first read this the other day, I was like, <gasps> Ted DiBiase died. <laughs> he was just in town. Oh, okay. <laughs> he really was just in town. And then he's the like, million dollar man. Yes. Money, money, money. Back when that was a lot of right? money. It still is a lot of money. No, I can loan it to you today. I still can't believe you was the one who had the Undertaker. I almost want to call your bluff and say, let me borrow a mill. A milli, a milli, a... Sorry, Chris. I got you. Was that too long for the 30 seconds? Actually, you know what? I pulled out Comfortable on the playlist from that album. He pulled out Comfortably without wrapping up. See, Lil Wayne is. Thank you. He's the he's the guy that got his card revoked last year as well. You're supposed to say he's the guy who does the theme song for Undisputed on FS1 every day at 930 with Shan Sharp and Skip Bayless. I prefer Get Up. That actually that shows way better than Undisputed. No. No. Oh, just because. Uh, and then the one after it, First Take. First Take's the first Stephen one. With Stephen A. No. And, you know, oh, you're talking. And Max, Get Up and then and then First Take. I will do. No, I do. Yeah, you do. You do Fox because you're weird. Dude, they got all the good people now. No, they don't. They yeah, got they the do. washed up has-beens. No, that's like the premium talent. Kind of like me and you. Like, because it used to be ESPN's hey, hey, me. Just yeah. kind of like me and you. Yeah. Screw it used John. to be, um, <laughs> the head programming guy from ESPN yeah. left because they weren't paying him and they just Dude, all ESPN said, ESPN well, cut go. like half of their talent. Yeah. And they all went to Fox. Some of them did. Like most of them. I mean, the good ones, <laughs> but I just kind of like, I kind of look at it like, 
Shan Sharp's just the most entertaining. He's way more entertaining than uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, is. When I hear him just go skip, skip, uh, and then pull out the uh, the black and miles and the henny. <laughs> I tell you this. I, I see what you're trying to say, but I actually like. Plus, they have Chris Broussard. I like I like Skip getting switched out with uh, Max Kellerman, and I love the chemistry that Max and Stephen A. have. See, I uh, hate both Stephen A. and Skip. I hate those two, both of them yeah. equally. I just I like Shan Sharp. Yeah, Shannon Sharp is really good, and I, I love the herd. I miss like that's the most. I don't miss the herd. The biggest thing I miss daily is not is having John's back. Is to having to what you call it? Is having to listen to uh what's that stupid show on ESPN Radio now? Paul Feinbaum? No, the noon one. So Sean, you uh, want a million? Dan Libertard instead that's of the Chris's herd. checks. No, it's not. You know, if you use that, you you have to buy it. That's forgery. Yeah. <laughs> You just forged. I've done nothing. <laughs> Anyways. I've um, done nothing. No, I hate I hate listening to Dan Levitard. I love the herd. Oh yeah, you haven't like you've never liked Levitard. I don't mind him. I hate him. I like the herd because I don't always agree with it, but I always find it interesting. I like the fact that he brings on a lot of opposite opinions to his own. Like, you know, and we'll sit there and let them talk and why'd you go to like a I don't know. No, like I'm a pose when you did that. That's <laughs> what I do. Uh <laughs> First off, yep. we talk about video games. <laughs> uh, in memoriam, Ted Dabney. Dabney. I think it's just Dabney. Yeah. Chris. Ted Dabney, the co-founder of Atari and one of the first important pioneers in video games, passed away at 81. Video game historian friend Leonard Herman announced through Facebook that Dabney had passed, stating, your legacy will live on a long time. Dabney is partially responsible for the first video arcade game known as Computer Space and continued through Atari to create Pong and Beyond. Additionally, unfortunately, John Total Biscuit Bain has passed at age 33. Total Biscuit was a massively popular and influential video game creator who made his success through YouTube. Critic. Also, I meant to say critic. Yeah. Uh, also, no, I know he's like probably what used to be until he couldn't do any more than the most popular shoutcaster for i think it was league of legends if not it's dota one of them too uh he was originally diagnosed in 2014 with bowel cancer that eventually spread to his liver and spine last year he continued to make videos up until closely uh to his death yeah uh, yeah i was thinking i was reading like i remember it was about a week or so ago that he had just posted a video saying hey i'm not going to be this is reviewing it. anything yeah. anymore i'm just gonna chill chill be with my wife and i might put some let's plays up but that's about it so that's sad. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But uh, we should probably end rest with in, in memoriams huh? for future notes. Can we can we get the energy back up? Maybe you think I'm not depressed. Oh, oh. Actually, were you Andrew House just then? <laughs> I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed at all. <laughs> May they both yeah, rest. But the, in no, peace. the total biscuit thing is is very sad to me and Dabney. Dude, when anytime you you can go back and you're like a co-founder of Atari, dude, yeah, like you're kind of legit in the industry, right? He had some up and down years, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. Battlefield 5 details. Uh, Battlefield 5 is coming. Yeah. And it will be on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Game has a release date of October 9th and will be in World War II. It will have a single player campaign. The game will not feature a premium pass. Uh, all post release content will be available to players for free. Yeah. I think. Most people are wondering while they're saying it's not going to have a premium best, like it's not going to have, you know, like a, a, what you call it, a, 
I think they're just spreading goodwill for battle. Well, for, they're not going to do loot boxes yet. They've already said I that. I mean, just the same. I think they're I, really trying to spread goodwill for what. They're not going to try to shelter people off from expansions, but I definitely do not believe that they're not going to have something that allows you to pay the money for for something. Like just because that's been in every battlefield and you got to make money, right? But definitely smart on their part to yeah say no no loot boxes none mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We will. We'll and you said October ninth. It was actually October 19th. 19th. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I think that is a week before mm-hmm. uh, Red Dead. Am I? crazy on that yes yeah a lot of people are saying it's, yes i'm crazy or no yes, that's you're right. right it's right like okay. a lot of people are saying it's likely to get lost just because of that because you think like it's a week after call of duty and then now you're gonna have this and then yeah the week after that so they, red dead. it's hard to see the red dead trouncing unless they had some sort of multiplayer component they do it's gonna will. but to what extent we'll see uh, it was well, huge the first time. Cowboy racing? No, they, they lasso had a huge, much bull. <laughs> they had they had Red Dead online the first time. Yeah, John, that was huge. That was yeah. why people. Well, okay, love that oh, game. all right. Yeah, John. saying it was huge is probably not. Fifteen million people bought that game, John. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, like that's what I I think it's like. You guys don't seem to understand this thing. Like, of Rockstar has. Pr- pretty much become the most dominant going into video defensive game mode about this game again developer and it's like i understand exactly why everyone's fearful of this game they should be fearful but you're 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 putting you're putting a tombstone on every game that gets released within 7 days of this one i mean i just think well, to, I'm at more what so point putting, i mean not even battlefield 5 can exist i'm sure there'll be a you know, I, I'm sure it'll do fine on pc just because I'm pc sure it'll players do fine. it'll do fine because one red dead won't be on pc into I think that'll have its core group, but I definitely think two things like, are going to happen. The larger group of people, the people like who just like f- FPS games, if they're going to probably buy the first one that comes out, which is Call of Duty, I don't think they're going to turn around seven days later and buy Battlefield. It's I mean we saw this story once before, and its name was called Titanfall Two. You're make two things are going to happen. You can bring Battlefield to Titanfall. No, I'm saying like where when you have things sandwiched in, I think the if most popular thing up, runs. I'm either gonna there's two. I'm gonna have two emotions. Yeah, I'm either gonna be sick to the stomach when this game does good, or I'm gonna be slightly elated with joy when it doesn't do as well as he thinks. I think it'll do. Either fine. way, it's gonna do well. Um, but you really giving it a nice virtual, mm-hmm. uh, Richard stroke. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> week right to now? week, week to week. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm everybody was wondering about Battlefield, and it may not have been on your radar, was was it going to have more of a uh, like a Fortnite, you know, vibe to it? Yeah, and they got a they got a grand operations mode, which is new, and you go through these phases, and apparently on the last phase, there's something called Last Man Standing that well, happens. The operations were in the last one, remember? But the, yeah, yeah, but not like Fortnite Battle Royale. Yeah, everybody thought that they were going to include it, and the the aspect is. The, the last phase on the grand operations is called last man standing where you only have one life and limited amount of ammo. So the first team at that point to eliminate everybody wins. Yeah. It, if you play, I kinda get, like I get what they're going for here. It's like to me, I'm sure what it is is like for what they do, right? Right. It would be really hard to make something that is a battle royale game and let's say really delicate dedicated pretty much all the well, I mean this was a big rumor leading up to would, yeah, would yeah. these games have that they did bring back single player with war stories that was a big hit uh, and there was one other thing that I read that I thought was very cool yeah 
Um, there was an iron story for it. There's too. something, yeah. There's something called live service, um, tides of war. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know um, a lot on it. I think you can find it online. But those were the three things I wanted to make sure I brought up today. Additionally, though, uh, female characters in response to criticism over female representation in recent Battle Fives reveal. Dice has indicated that the studio is prioritizing player choice, inclusion, and diversity for the upcoming game, but the highest priority is fun. According to Dice's general manager, Oscar Gabrielson, uh, player choice and female play playable characters are here to stay. This controversy, or I'm sorry, controversy, arose after complaints <laughs> from a vocal group of gamers spoke out in a protest of a woman on the cover of the box art, as well as representation of female British soldiers in the reveal trailer. I don't, people will complain about this crap. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> well, I don't care either. Yeah. And I want you to remember I said that when I, when I say the rest of it. Sure. I think, um, I've been, tra- I've been kind of tracking this and, you know, people calling it a vocal minority. Sure. Uh, look, <laughs> If there were no, and, and I, I didn't really fact check this, but mm-hmm. um, IGN did. Oh. Um, if there were no female soldiers during World War II who fought for the British or the U.S. Mm-hmm. who were in the battle theater, um, and then you call out people who say that this is inaccurate, and the only suggestion that you say to them is, well, you're obviously a sexist pig. That is the media operating in bad faith. Mm. I read an article for IGN saying that listing all the unrealistic things that the game does. Oh yeah, that which one. is that. which is not a valid comparison in my point. Look, I don't care if there's female character playable characters. I want everybody to understand this. I don't yeah. play the game. I don't care, but I don't delegitimize people who do, mm. who claim that this is historically inaccurate. Um. IGN's response was female characters in war during World War II is the most accurate thing that this game will do. And what they did to cite it Mm. is every example they cited was Russian female snipers Mm. as if to suggest that that was something that disproved the point of those who complained or cited when, when in fact no one suggested, I mean the, the lady in the trailer had a British accent. She didn't have a Russian accent. So I, I, I begrudge an industry who immediately goes after people who make a, make an observation and, and, and a complaint about it in bad faith. That the only reason they could possibly cite such a thing is because they are sexist and pigs and this is a boys club. And I'm just, I'm just really sick of the media going after people for just making a claim of fact. Because facts are sexist, obviously. Sure. Yeah, but then we and have I'll, the exact same. Then we have the same thing with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Because remember, like there the was same a, thing with The Witcher Three, if you recall. Well, yeah, like all I said, like we had it with like Kingdom Come. Like everyone was like, "Look, there's no black people in this game because it's Bohemia in 1492." And then a bunch of people came back and they said, "Well, actually, there is." Right. And you know, like, but. I, I understood the guy's point. It's like, yeah, but on the other hand, we're talking about a very small part of Bohemia and it would have been rare to see. And I'm kind of like in the same way, well, like, I don't know if there are any women there. I was look, like, it yeah, doesn't somebody, matter. So, it's well, like, you're right. It's somebody, more of like, look, I understand. 
you're trying to make a game where people can see themselves in it. So if you want to yeah. make a female character, yeah, of course, go right ahead. Who that's cares? Where, it's a game. But EA, yeah. EA handled this correctly, in my opinion. Yeah. They said, look, we're not saying you're wrong. The media said they were wrong. Sure. EA said, you're not wrong, but just worry about the fun. Yeah. This is, that's all. Have fun. I'm, I'm trying to imagine if they would not have included female characters. I don't know. I mean, and look, you know somebody, I mean? like, somebody. Well, there was controversy back when Call of Duty first day or whatever, and like everyone's like, it doesn't feel right to shoot a woman in the face in the gun of war, and they're like, well, you can't have both. Uh, yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> that was that was a cheap yeah. complaint from Tomb Raider. They're yeah, like, yeah. I get really uncomfortable when she gets well, poked in the head with play spikes. The game, right? It's a it's a it's a video game meant to have fun, and we live in a world. Uh, where there's inclusion and there is diversity really at the forefront I mean, no, of things. No, I'm just saying that the people who say that this is historically inaccurate, right. which look, sure. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. They're all historically I inaccurate. I haven't. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I haven't dove deep into it to say Ever. Oh, what? that it is in historic, that it is historically inaccurate. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm taking them at, at that their word that it is historically inaccurate. Why do no, you have, no. why do you have to attack critics online? In bad faith. Right. Why do you sure. have to assume that because they pointed it out, it's Wait. because they are basement dwellers eating Doritos? Why? And that's why? it. It's, you mean it's why just do we have to try to label people as a group and narrative and like completely presume an extreme about them instead of just treating them as individuals and saying they no. might have a different reason for wanting things? Why does why does a media yeah. do that? Because that's why do people in the media I, do that? Yes. Because I think the yeah. media in this and, and look, the video game journalists, they'll yeah. never hire me if I ever applied for a job because I am on record being very critical. Sure. But they're the to me, video game journalists in this situation, folks on Twitter, like, you know, they're the ones that are the bad actors in this sure. entire story, in my opinion. To some degree, because you, might be you right. have because you simply suggest that because I point out historical inaccuracies. That I'm a knuckle dragging Neanderthal who hates women. Well, That's I it. mean, I would say this. There's probably people in the group that you could actually look at their comments and be like, well, that's like not just having objections. That's something else, right? Sure. And those are the ones you should call out. If sure. you're going to call out them. But yeah, I definitely agree. On the other hand, you shouldn't also just condemn everyone. You know, mm -hmm. you should let them be judged. If someone wants to actively promote this idea that they're just against women being in games. The game looks amazing, and this character in the trailer, she has a hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's awesome. It looks, remind it's, me very uh, dishonored. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a video game. Exactly. Are you telling me that? No, I'm, I'm just talking, I happen to be looking at you now because Chris moved our seats around. <laughs> he but, doesn't have to look at me. <laughs> um, but it's... I agree with it's a video game, but I mean, don't forget, like it's a video game. I'm just it's sitting here, and game. all I can think about is let them not have put some sort of diversity aspect in the game. There would have been another you, group yeah. saying, it's like, no matter we're, what, you can't win and that sucks. Exactly. But, but you if cannot this, win. But if this is, look, but if this is a Battlefield game taking place in the near future, you know, that's fine. But I don't begrudge people who have a problem with using diversity mm. to lie about World War II to make everybody feel good. Okay. Look, they want to do what they want to do, and I bet it, I hope it's an amazing game. I really mean this. I don't have a problem with it, but I just have a problem with people who just can't let it go. You have to assign or attribute motive to people who point out things that they find disagreeable. So you're about saying it. 
there are people on the internet who just <laughs> rush to find <laughs> and attribute. Yep. It's not high, a, but it's far, not people like, on the internet. No, it's, I kind it's of like the, mean it's video game media. No, but I mean, like to me, no offense to this is like, this is the internet, especially sure. like this is yeah, the Twitter you're right. scape. You're, right? It is the internet. And it's not just something that's just beholden to the media. Twitter it's scape. something, <laughs> it, it's something that literally just people online, instead of actually having a thoughtful long-term conversation, they would rather use memes. They would rather just presume the worst of you and they'd rather just categorize you because they don't want to take the time to actually figure out what the heck your own opinion and motives are. They are don't, that, are I mean, you okay? Yeah. They don't want the somebody, free exchange of ideas. Somebody been bothering you, dude? People touch me. <laughs> hey. I um, mean, like, my memes, the only memes I post, I post, like, sports memes because I don't mind trolling James Harden when you go <laughs> 0 for 29 in in a series on three points or whatever it was. Like, I don't have problems with that. I'm not talking about an opinion, but if there's an, one thing that really pisses me off is like when people are trying to make points and they don't actually put a point they just put a meme yeah or they just copy a twitter post and that's it only memes to chris oh please please speaking of that i I got a joke LeBron sucks i got a joke (laughs) he's a legend he's a goat why do you not give elsa a balloon oh what happened because because uh because she'll let it go (laughs) thanks tinley Uh, next up, Nintendo's new bundle. Nintendo Japan has announced a new cheaper Switch bundle that only includes the basic unit, two Joy-Cons, and wrist straps. Missing from the original bundle is the dock Joy gri- Joy-Con grip, HDMI cable, and power charging cables. Nintendo is calling the new bundle a second set, specifically for households that already have a Switch and a TV-focused accessories. According to Nintendo UK, this is strictly a Japan-only product. However, one could see the value of bringing this bundle to other markets. It definitely makes sense to me that they're doing this in Japan first because those people don't care about playing games at home and have not for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this would be a smart strategy to put Especially in the if they're already Possibly. selling the... Yeah, uh, maybe. The, if you know. do want a dock, you can get a dock. Yeah, Nintendo If you has, want a grip, you can get a grip. Right. You know? Nintendo has claimed that they want multiple switches in a household. Sure. This is the way to do it. Without charging you for a dock and all the other stuff. I agree. You have it all. So I hope this, it's this comes to It's almost a la carte-ish on how yes. you wish to purchase your second Switch. Ooh! Ooh! A la carte-ish. They, they didn't say a uh, price, did they? Well, it, $74. They attributed it. Um, Philip Mewson from Nintendo Voice Chat was saying that it was equivalent to about 45 bucks cheaper if it came to the U.S. Okay. Which, in a way, is not. So say it's like 250 Something it can't like that. be two fifty. It doesn't make it, sense. The dock is eighty yeah, nine yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. On hey, that. let's get excited, the H- John, right now. The docking no. station is the guy telling us about it. Yeah, the docking station is what eighty bucks. You're a Nintendo fanboy. You're just the covering for the thirty. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> everything you're saying is a lie. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I think, I think if they brought it over to the U.S., that's only a yen comparison. But if they brought it over to the U.S., I could see them dropping. Yeah, sixty bucks or okay. something. I could see sixty. Bucks. I could see a one ninety nine. I would think. I would think to me it would have to be one ninety nine. I don't think people would accept sell. it otherwise. Yeah, it would sell so much. Oh, it's swell. It's hey, so, uh, so sweet. It would be. Speaking so of selling. things that Nintendo is trying to sell, Mario Rabbit's DLC. Oh yeah. Donkey Kong, along with Rabbit Cranky and Rabbit Peach, are coming to Mario Rabbit's new DLC called Donkey Kong Adventure. The trio will explore an island with four new environments. The DLC brings brand new moves to the game along with close to 10 hours of additional content. 
Nice. The DLC is part of the game season pass and is expected to arrive in the spring. I get the impression it's like over just about. <laughs> I I mean that's what I read. I don't I, I was I don't know how to tell was, you this Monday was like the unofficial start yeah. to summer. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. June 20th <laughs> is the start, the official start. They're on the clock. I was about to say I wasn't sure if they were trying to say it's coming this year or if it's actually coming in 2019, which is late. That would, it would, that would be late. Yeah, that doesn't make It was sense. later than they promised if that's the case. Well, either way, but you it's, go ahead. But I'm it's, never uh, late, John. but apparently it's a Donkey Kong storyline, pure and simple. It's not. I don't think it. From what I've read, I don't think it has Mario or Luigi in it, ah. which is, uh, you know, very interesting. Ten hours. Yeah, that's Ten pretty good. Hours. It's a good game. Pretty Chris. good. And uh, it's the one regret. Regret you should have. Oh, uh, it is. I mean that this was this was the I biggest surprise PC. for me in 2017. It was definitely, I hear, better than uh, Breath of the Wild. I've heard that was probably... I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Breath hey, of the Wild and uh, Mario and they Super must have, Odyssey. They must have they dropped that, uh, that Calamity Ganon fight if yeah. he beat it. <laughs> uh, top-selling games for April, according to MPD, are God of War, Far Cry 5, MLB 18, The Show, The Labo Whoa. Variety Kit, Whoa. Donkey Kong Country, Mario Kart 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, Call of Duty World War 2, Super Mario Odyssey, and NBA 2K18. I think I read that PS4 was the top selling console and that now Far Cry 5 is the top selling game of 2018 with Call of Duty World War 2 and NBA uh, 2K18 be the highest selling 12 month revolving mm. uh, for the United States. Yeah, God of War's got 5 million so far. Yeah. At least for the last month. I was very surprised. I think you were reacting that's to Labo. Selling one. Yeah. Yeah. That's very encouraging because when it first launched, I thought it was a dud. Yeah. I didn't know if I thought it was a dud as far. Well, maybe from a selling standpoint, I think it truly is one of the things if it gets in your house. It's yeah. You're going word to, of mouth is going to continue to grow. Yeah. This. Plus, you know, you've got what? Four, four Nintendo four titles, titles on, on the top 10. Not that sure. we care. Not that we're. Oh, we totally don't biased. care about. Yeah, you guys are that. both biased. I would more so point out, I think, the there's probably... You've made a, us biased. I would say there's and probably look, a drop after MLB 18. But look, look at this. It's like I was saying, and we'll see this change, um, but God of War and it was a new release, yeah. just like Far Cry 5. That's when Grand Theft Auto drops below 5. And then it'll go back up. Then it goes back up in the top 5. Yeah. When there's no major releases. Uh, Detroit become human. I don't no think, threat at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> sea of Thieves expansion details. Uh, the Hungering Deep will yeah. introduce a number of permanent <laughs> new name, features. That's, that's the new name of my Richard. <laughs> uh, it will introduce a number of permanent new features to Sea of Thieves framed around a special time limited campaign. The campaign will introduce the Bilge Rats and Merrick, a bard who brushed with the unseen horror and lived to tell. The tale. Yes, thank you. Uh, players must quote untangle this groggy re- recollection of events He's and struggling. hunt the mysterious monster for so, special. So word of mouth was I can't last week him sitting say, there, right? Yeah. I've been pretty good. Today. I mean, on point, right? Last week. This week he's back to his old tricks. Well, I can't help I'm it gonna, that he I'm like you doesn't know how to write. <laughs> I'm gonna be listening. Go out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Only so I can hear you say <laughs> that the hungry yeah. deep yeah. is my new <laughs> for my Richard. Um, <laughs> that'd be great. I can't wait to hear it again. The anyway, deep. <laughs> um, I saw a story on this. I don't know if it's out now. Is it out now? 
What? Uh, the Hungering Deep. I know it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see it? I mean... <laughs> And it's free. It's sometimes. Um, no, I don't think it's uh, 29th. Yeah, I've heard. The 29th is what I. So, so today. Today. Yeah. Shoot. Is it out? I John? guess so. I heard, like, I was, I saw something on Polygon on it, and yeah. it seemed like they were like, hey, this is actually <clears throat> giving what people were. Yeah, I've asking. heard good things. Um, so, so. Maybe I need to go just, back. This is just proof that Sean keeps us from being NPR exactly. <laughs> every week. <laughs> um, Death Stranding gameplay. Gameplay. Mads Mikkelsen has become the latest person to tease an aspect of how Hideo Kojima's next game will play. He says the whole concept revolves around, quote, collaboration from different people from different parts of the world. More riddles, but hopefully a full reveal will be at E3. I, I'm, that was one of my predictions. I laughed out loud one of the, during one of the days I was gone. Uh, <laughs> because you remember we had, we had said, where's days gone? Like, what is Sony doing with it? We haven't heard about it. And then not long after that in the mail is a cover story. Yeah, I told you that gone. was what I was singing. Like when you were like, I haven't heard anything. I was like, I literally just heard something. That's what it was. It yeah. was that game informer. That was their cover story yeah. for this month. They got to lose that hat, man. No stupid hat. No backwards. We don't know why it's backwards. We don't know if he's going to turn it forwards, John. You're just hoping that this ends up being like a sons of anarchy type. No, I, I don't, I, but I do think Days Gone is going to really be awesome. I, I hope so. that's good. Uh, I hope so. Death Stranding. <laughs> this whole thing. But I was, Hideo, I, my attention was Hideo Kojima approves you talking about this right now. Well, <laughs> no, okay. he doesn't. He probably don't. <laughs> he knows his, his So intent. what do you, what do you see in this? Uh-huh. Um, social, is, you, is it a social media aspect? Is it a, is it an online game? Is it co-op? No. I don't know. That's why I predicted <clears throat> That uh, you were too busy looking at your phone. You're talking about Death Stranding. I am. Yeah. No. I. I don't think it's going to be online. Look at what he says. Well, they kind of had. They had an online component. They're going to. Yeah. Collaboration from different people in the game. It could be. It could be like Dark Souls, where like maybe you leave messages or something. I don't know. You know why I do think. I think we'll find out once they get that gameplay reveal that I predicted. I think it'll be delayed. I, I mean, I honestly, it's not even have a doesn't even have yeah, a release. Yeah, but it does have a release date. I was like, how's it going to be? I'm like? telling you now. I know I missed the E3 preview show. Uh huh. They're definitely talking about Death Stranding there. I that was my well, prediction sure. is yeah, that they're gone. It's going to get a release date at E3. My prediction was that they will do the first actual gameplay reveal, like a demo. You know. Yeah. And I, then afterwards, they'll say that it's coming target like fall next. I feel the hundred <laughs> You will. Um, it's girthy. Speaking of DLC, John, Far Cry 5 DLC, Hours of Darkness, will launch My on June year. 5th for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. It will cost you 12 bucks if you want it. <laughs> it is the first post-launch DLC and is set in Vietnam during the Vietnam War. Wendell Red Redler, a <laughs> Vietnam veteran from a Far Cry 5 side mission, <laughs> makes his return in the DLC as a playable character. Apparently, he's freeing some fellow POWs. Mm. Did you ever beat that game? Mm. You're the one person. I, I beat Breath of the Wild. I'm going to call you boy now until you beat that game. It's not fair. Boy. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's, That's the new standard. If you no, haven't no, no. beat listen, something listen, that listen. you're so hype on. Listen, it's boy. Boy. It's very sharp, and it's not It's not boy with a well, no, actually, accent. Well, no, actually, it's yeah. got to be that because we're talking <clears throat> about game in Montana. Boy, why didn't you beat that? Mm. <laughs> yeah, see? Old Wendell Red. <laughs> Uh, Madden 19 
EA has announced that Madden 19 will be released on Xbox One PS4 on August 10th. Terrell Owens will be featured on the cover box art. I believe that's the premium version they're talking about. They haven't said who's on the regular yet. Uh, that premium hey, version will cost... your breath, buddy. You good? Yeah. The premium version is going to cost you $80 and offers a three-day early access, 12 gold team fancy packs, an elite Legends player for your ultimate team, uh, EA has promised upgrades to connected franchise and improved player animation. Who's Terrell Owens? Just Terrell? kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Did you, I, I should not have looked at you that fast, <laughs> should I? <laughs> old San Francisco 49ers fan is like, don't you say that. Who's Terrell Owens? He has a shark tank above his bed. That's how he rolls. Yeah. What are you doing? There you go. They that love sounds, that noise. That sounds yeah, great. That just sounds you know, great on... Everyone really you're, loves you. You're such a menace to this podcast. <laughs> Why do you just hate you just open everyone? Drinks, you just yawn on the mic. Yeah. You tap on things. I gotta say this. Um, you know, I've been getting back into the NBA 2K grind. I'm EA's got to sell this man to me before I run out and buy what? it. What? Otherwise, I'm waiting at least till like we get till November to buy it. Because uh, Black Friday sale, right? Yeah, because I've just had too many this year. While I enjoyed this year, and I enjoyed day one. the day uh, one, day one, commissioner of a league again. Henry, everybody's back. Day yet. one, day's gone. <laughs> I'm day one. First one, and his and his and he's going to name a player called the Hungering Deep. There you go. Uh, no, I, unless they sell it, they got to have something because right now. This year, especially as I play like things like NBA 2K, I'm like, ah, this is still missing nice. stuff. What you? What did you show? You're gonna get it. Oh, is that the 3ds? Get it, get it. It's the no, 2ds. It's a 2ds XL that looks like oh. it's, it looks like good. gorgeousness. Will you show it to me? Will I? <laughs> Let me get it bigger for you. <laughs> huh? Level seven, right, Chris? That's probably better than uh, than Breath what? Of the Wild. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three delayed. Just kidding. Says this D named John. But the demo will be available at E3 at the Square Enix booth. Square Enix has announced on Twitter that fans will finally be able to go hands-on with the game at that developer's booth. So good for you that. You see, Chris, I love you. Yeah. But I wish you'd have done Kingdom Hearts 3 delayed and then paused. You know, Let for it comedic, marinate. For comedic I'm not, effect. I'm not here. Marinate. No, I'm not you here. You need to, to be. They if care. you want these moments, you have to practice. He did. He didn't. He just put three dots. That, that you symbols. always you always pause between the headline and the notes. And no. the, the one you time you didn't, do. You, were, you were hungry and you maybe, wanted to get maybe, out of here fast. You know what? This is maybe maybe this. <laughs> maybe it's my uh, take on the joke, which is that it was not a great joke. You know they say comedy <laughs> so is subjective, yeah. John. That's what I hear. <laughs> you know what's not subjective? Law, such what? as when you sue someone, like PUBG. Yeah. PUBG is suing Fortnite. I should have put PUBG is suing Mike. PUBG Corp and the studio behind Battlegrounds has reportedly filed a lawsuit against Epic Games for copyright violation over its popular Battle Royale game Fortnite. Injunction has been filed with the Seoul Central District Court alleging copyright infringement against the Epic against Epic Games Korea. The suit is designed to determine whether Fortnite was copied from PUBG. PUBG Corp has been contemplating this course of action since September of last year. We reported that. Yeah, yeah. We did. If you had listened in September, thank My you. My guess is... Thank uh, you for listening. If I had to guess, this gets sold behind the scenes and they get a wonderful fat check from uh, well, Epic. Well, if you remember, 
And maybe you don't. Maybe you do. I don't know, Chris. But the first time I played Fortnite, mm-hmm. I went, oh, my God. This it's is just PUBG. like PUBG. Yeah. I mean, I understand where they're but coming from. But different. So, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. And, John, if you played online games with friends and had fun and memories made, you would know exactly what I just said because you would have been there. I played Sea of Thieves in a round of That's arms with you. Terrible. <laughs> you fell off the boat drunk, if I recall. Or was that Mike? That was Mike. <laughs> Mike fell um, off the boat yeah, drunk. Yeah, Mike was getting hammered on the At boat. At the time, Chris, you seemed to have... You seem to be kind of the defender of the PUBG of the sentiments of PUBG. Yeah, I totally get where they're coming from, and I mean, it kind of shows. It's like <clears throat> you took exactly their formula and you put out a game and you used it off of assets that are built on uh, the Unreal Engine or whatever. So, like you know, I can understand. It's like they already had a very close relationship, and now all of a sudden, it's like it's kind of like. Think of like Sega and EA back in the day when EA reverse engineered the Genesis and were trying to bypass them on everything. Like there could have been a huge legal battle over that. So and is the difference between, is the difference to you is like we were tight or? Yeah, I think so. And like, I think, you know, I understand like, you know, Fortnite is the most popular game in the world. I'm not surprised at all by that. Um, so you could make a case. I that, am. I'm, I'm a little surprised by it. It's a free play game from Epic. I think, I think when they were <laughs> yeah, contemplating it in September, Royale. Fortnite wasn't Fortnite, Fortnite like it was is now. Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, and they thought, well, this thing, let's just, let's keep our let's eye see where on it goes. It. We're still PUBG. Well, lo and behold, Fortnite starts climbing up the mm-hmm. ranks. They start making more money. They're seeing charts and, and, and money. Mm-hmm. Uh, analysis type analysis type things and like wait a minute all right we can't let this little kid get away with stealing our stuff like this yeah this is not an argument for me i'm asking you a, a, a serious question what is the difference because i just want your thoughts on it because i've been curious because i don't know much about sure. this what is the difference between daisy going after PUBG versus PUBG going after fortnite if well, that Day-Z, were to be the case well daisy when um when Daisy was done and he did his mods and Daisy and all that, that was done on that engine. When he decided to do PUBG, he didn't build it on Daisy's engine. He went and used his own sources and PUBG created built Daisy. I'm sorry, PUBG built Battlegrounds uh, on Epic's engine. Yes, they they entered into like the Unreal Engine stuff. So like you know. That's using their engine. They licensed it. They're using it. But therefore, Epic can see everything that they're doing as far as, you know, their sources and, yeah. and pieces. So therefore, they were used, you know, that gives them an idea of how they conquered certain things. So then they could go around and figure out how can we take this other game we've created and be able to set up a system that maybe isn't exactly 100% PUBG, aka there's no vehicles, but is still pretty much the same idea. Like, they're like, they're like, what we can do is make it a little more cartoony-ish, well, a little more fun. So like, I'm, Fortnite guess, was already out. I'm trying, to, yeah. I'm trying to understand what PUBG's goal is. Is it going to go after every no. iteration of Battle Royale? No. I know they've said that they don't own the concept of Battle Royale. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand what they're... They're, they're going to try to prove because that, that they use stuff on that server to make that game that they shouldn't have used. Imagine, do you like, think they did? I don't know. I, I mean, don't, I know it's do hard you pressed. think they did? I, I'm guessing that they Dude, must have an idea that they can prove it. Yeah. And more importantly, I think at this point, I mean, are they going to stop Fortnite? No. <clears throat> are they going to, though, maybe get to a point where Fortnite goes, do we really want to risk this? How about we just 
give them a cut of our profits and whether Keep it's going. just a, whether it's a one-time payment or it's like oh hey by the way now for every ten dollars that's spent uh pubg corp gets one dollar and <laughs> they're gonna you, be like we and get then seven you know dollars. <laughs> you look and you say okay that game made 300 million dollars last month yeah so you know just take that off right there and say 300 or was it three million of that is going to go to pubg corp that's a great thing for them right that pays still, for all people their people still so, play it yeah. So I, I totally understand why they're why why they are doing this and why they're pushing it, and it's probably because this is the one place they could probably find a legal foothold to do it, and it's also with now was the biggest game in the industry. I answered I don't know a minute ago, but I think yes, they have some proof or they wouldn't continue to to go yeah. forward with court with litigation. I mean, I don't know that they would have proof. Maybe they do, but like you said, Fortnite was nothing when this came about. Yeah, Fortnite was actually kind of a joke. From well, what Fortnite I recall. had just come out, or I mean, like I think, the, the like Battle Royale, the Battle Royale. Yeah. yeah, okay. They don't care about traditional Fortnite. You know, that's its own thing. But when you start to look at everything, dude, you jump out of a bus, yeah, with a parachute. Like there, you yeah, got, there was none of that in the original yeah. game. There, none of okay, that is I, in okay. regular Fortnite. I thought you guys were talking about technology. No, no. yeah, as opposed yeah, like, to cosmetic. for instance. Having How else are you going to drop into an arena you're like thinking that? I, I, you're thinking of... I'm, I'm that talking about both in a way. The lawsuit's going to be more on the technology part. Yes. Like the idea, the John, like... Because yeah, you, you can't go in there and, and say, uh, you own the concept jumping out of a bus. No, but you can say something. they literally use the exact same method that we're using to make it possible to have physics where 100 people can jump off into a map this large. And it won't crash the game. But then, or then, like on top of that, that we can have a system with a circle around it that can presses down, and we have written the technology as far as the logic and everything mm-hmm. going into That's it what you're about. to make it work so that people, so the game knows when people are outside and therefore should be damaged, and at what rate they should be damaged versus when they should be in. And if you go and you look in the code, and it looks like a duplication of what PUBG has done, <laughs> which is what they're going to force them to do. <laughs> they got proof of a good old copy paste save yeah. to file. <laughs> that's that's why I think like why they're doing this is that it's going to force Epic if to reveal it at least. Right? At least say, no, this is what we use. Yeah. It's nothing like yours. And then it'll be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, if they do this and they come back and be like, no, here's all our documentation and we did not touch one thing of your code, then yeah, they'll win. And they'll probably keep say, screw it. No, we're going to fight this thing because... But I just, my gut says for PUBG to go to court, Yeah, it's not like big bully guy. It's more like, wait a minute, you did take some of our tech you are using this knowledge, and then you shouldn't be. Because exactly. any any battle royale mode doesn't have to come out of the sky and land. Any battle royale mode, there's different ways you could now approach it. You could all start exactly. at a hundred corners of the same world, you know, on the ground already. Run to that gun, see what happens. There's different ways to do it, but it's it's weird, man. It's I don't know. I'm anxious to see what happens because <laughs> I wish battle royale royale would work like that, where all the weapons. We're in like that horn of plenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You, you won't get there that. and you just lay each other out. It'd be the fastest rounds. Speaking ever. of which, Aiden won a Fortnite match. Ah, solo. Good for him. Or team or duo. Uh, duo. I think yeah. duo. Uh-huh. Solo is pretty tough. I still don't have one. I don't play it enough, but, uh, finally this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hungering finally. deep just blew. <gasps> finally this week. <laughs> 
Twilight of the PS4, while the PS4 is going strong, PlayStation CEO John Codera said that the PS4 is... I don't know if I said that right. That, I, I screwed up that one. Oh, okay. That was uh, not... That's, a, that's called an incomplete sentence. Yeah, that's uh. just called that. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> I was like looking. I was like, let me get this right for him. Uh, CEO John Cadera said that the PS4 is entering its final phase of the life cycle with anticipation of declining console sales in the next couple of years. Sony is shifting its focus to the expansion of the PS network, suggesting that it will be the primary source of revenue in its coming final years, and that Sony will be investing in more exclusive games for PlayStation platforms, including new IP. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, it kind of does to me because if you think about it. <clears throat> The <laughs> the PS2 yeah. sold like forever, even when the PS3 was out. Well, the PS3 sold forever when the PS4 was out. I think you're kind of didn't it? Didn't you're it still mi- sell? I think you're misinterpreting what he's saying. Like, I think it teetered pretty quickly. I think no, uh, it, no. it sold for a long time. He's right on that. But no, 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 he's, no, no. Uh, into the into the life cycle of oh. the PlayStation Four. Um, what I'm saying, what I think he is saying is he's saying we like we know that the PlayStation Three outsold the Xbox 360. We why'd do. To, why'd you have to do that to him? Why'd you do that to him? Because <laughs> I love it. But they won the generation. You know what? The you Wii U didn't outsell anything, John. So that's what we got to live with. <laughs> Thirteen million. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, I would say he's not saying that. He's more so saying like, look, that we've gone through this period where everything is all about getting as many consoles out and getting people to buy those consoles. You've gone past that core part. You sold, <laughs> you sold 80 million consoles. Now we're entering the, the phase of this where yes, it will continue to sell, but we're not like concerned so much of, did we sell 20 million playstations last year? We're concerned about how much did you buy for our PlayStation? Well, brand. What if this is a hint? And this is normal on possible E3. No, nah. no, or no. Uh, but what ahead, if it's John. a hint that they say we are begun work on, PS5. Well, they're definitely working yeah. on no, it. No, no. Yeah. Official announcements, dude. No. He's already kind of hinted to the you fact. Have a, no, no I, he, he's. This is yeah, my fault. Yeah. I forgot to put in this note. He said they were they would start talking about it. In a couple of years. In 2021. Yeah. Meaning you won't see it on the shelves until at least 2022. Next couple of and years. And you say so that. I've, he said it. Well, no. Pretty much. As far as 22, it might be 2021 is then when it comes out. Remember, still, cause like where the case, he could talk about time. in March and then it's like that November it's coming out. Oh, I see what you're Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Calm down, young Padawan. <laughs> uh, but that's a wannabe Jedi or soon to be Jedi, John. right? So you're unlike Obi Wan, you're at least a Jedi, possibly. At least I Maybe got my day. braid. <laughs> um, see, so Sean, a braid. You would look hilarious with a Padawan braid. No, right I would now. look adorable. Are we, uh, are we ready to wrap this up? That was never, that was technically never gonna wrap up. Speaking of which, before we wrap up, never and never will. Uh, I forgot to also mention this was really a bad week for show notes. Uh, you the, were terrible. Uh, back. I was racking my brain trying to figure out what I was missing. Mm-hmm. There was a. St- what do you What do you guys think about the cloud version of Resident Evil Seven in Japan? I don't care. I don't care. I'm just more interested in the uh, PSVR version of it when I'm going to play it. Um, I'm not really trying to tell, ask you what you think of the game. I'm asking I literally, you, you literally, I mean like, but you said, what do you think about it? Okay. I thought you guys read the news, maybe but you, I was wrong. Oh, you, I saw you that. Articulate but, your questions yeah. a little better, mister. I saw it, but I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, You're okay. Weekly game chat. We talk about big picture things. Do we? And when I'm talking about big picture is things, running, I mean, is he running the, a idea, with that? the idea of running a game 
cloud-based mm-hmm. in the states. Uh-huh. Like, do you think you can you see Resident Evil Seven coming to the states in cartridge form? Why did they go cloud save? I'm asking for some thoughts. No, but I you don't. don't have to. We can go to the freaking letters. Are we going? To Maybe letters? they wrote about it. Maybe they got yeah. really heated. They really did. It's kind of like see what happens, like John. Twitter users. Here's what happens. What Chris says finally this week. Our brain shut off pretty right. much. That's not really when your brain shuts off. No, no, you're right, but I'm also right. Okay, so now we have to move. I on. shut off at the hungering deep. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, but let's wrap this up. Hey, why don't you put on news next week? I said nobody cares. Let's Remember? wrap this up. on the end there, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up in it, our first email, which was written into weekly game chat at gmail.com. Oh, um, John, stop reading ahead. Yeah, You're going to let me John, read this to you. Organic, dude. Yeah. Stop reading John. ahead <laughs> and just let me read this to you. Um, but yes, you can write those into weekly games chat at gmail.com. Just like Let's see. I want to make sure I say it. Okay. He didn't say his name. So I'm just going to say Ever or Lonzo. I guess his name's Ever Lonzo. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, he says, sorry for not writing Lynn last week. But since I've never written in before, I guess I can make up with that by writing in for the first time this week. Smiley face. As per my E3 predictions, they are all a bit crazy. <clears throat> I like crazy. Uh, first crazy. up, number one, he predicts there will be a Dead Space HD remaster for Dead Space one through three with the success of Resident Evil and all other recent or in other recent horror games. Maybe they decide to gauge the audience's reaction to Dead Space by re-releasing all the Dead Space games in 4K with 60 uh, frames per second remasters. Maybe if enough people like them or I'm sorry, buy them, then we can finally get a Dead Space 4. I'll tell you to hold your breath on that one but we'll but see then he'd be like a blue person in a corner because he'd be yeah. holding it forever because uh, when you hold your breath you turn blue number two mm-hmm. he predicts a pre-fable one fable game yeah. said during the height of the heroes and villains of fable one history would love to see a proper fable game without lies and leadership of pierre molyneux that's pretty funny Dang. uh dude has fantastic video game ideas but sucks <laughs> at realizing them uh, he hopes they will have an open world, magic everywhere, only swords magic and magic as weapons, everywhere. world full of mystical creatures from the lore of Fable games. Mm. I'll say this. I would oh, yeah. like to see uh guns, too, like just the classic Boo. pistols. <laughs> They're in the other ones. Thank you. But we'll see. Um I, I agree with you. That's what I say. I hope it is a pre-Fable 1 game. That's what I hope. Chris would like that. I would like that, I too. predicted it. Did you? I, yeah. Thanks for listening I, to the show. No yeah, way I was going to listen to that garbage of NPR last week. <laughs> it got five out of five ratings, just so you know. Kingdom Hearts 3 will have a release date, and it will be October of 2018. Wow, another October game, huh? I think that will be the only big enough to challenge Red Dead Redemption 2 this year. See, he's smart. No, he's not. He's listening to you. <laughs> Never played any of the Kingdom Hearts games, but I always wanted to. We'll definitely check this one out when it comes out this year. I think they had a gameplay there today that showed Woody... Old Woody from Toy Story in the game. That looked cool. 
Uh, for a new Splinter Cell game is almost guaranteed, at least the announcement, but I think it will be a whole reboot of the character, new voice actor, new storyline, a new Splinter Cell for a modern digital age. And finally this week, I said, and finally this week, Splooge, Sean, and finally this week, you are dropping so many balls right now. No, oh, first of all, I, I never... <laughs> Ever drop balls, Chris. Well, yeah. uh, Wait, what? Anyways, uh, Resident, uh, okay. <laughs> Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil 8 will be announced this year with a release date of 2018. Wow. Uh, same game engineers as RE7, but maybe a retelling of the mansion from Resident Evil 1. I think they hurt everyone's criticisms of RE7 when the game suddenly changing locations and gears. Spoilers! Uh, for instance, it went from a creepy house location with limited ammo and resources to a creepy ship, but with an ammo and a machine gun and plentiful resources. End of spoilers! <laughs> so for RE8, I think they will make it more of a stuck-in-a-mansion aspect to keep players isolated with limited resources. That's all I got for this week. Love you guys. Keep up the excellent podcasting. Game on. Game on, sir. Game on. He so thank stole my heart with the with the Dead Space yeah. thank predictions. You, uh, thank I don't you for the email. Uh, next up, A.A. Ron. What up, A.A. Ron? Says, hey guys, A.A. Ron here. I was recently listening to an old episode and Sean, spelled incorrectly, said, uh, was on a that's what she said role. And then he really, uh, then he said he really could use that after any sentence. And then Chris just kept on reading the email. And the next line was, if people jump off a bridge, don't follow them. To which John said, that's what she said. That's pretty funny. Uh, I literally screamed at work and laughed so freaking hard. Don't know why that was funny to me. Anyways, love you guys. Game on. Game on. We love you too. And it was funny because we're funny. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what it's like not to know us. And, and listen to this every week. They're like these guys. Ugh. I don't really know either of you, so you're just a figment of my imagination. <laughs> I like to think I'm alone in a room right now, and I've just invented this podcast in my mind. Mm. Uh, mm. Finally, we got uh, JJ Master. He says, "Hello, Game Weekly Games Chat crew. This is Jaden. Oh, okay, he gave his room uh, from Seattle, Washington. Most of my E3 predictions are extremely likely, but I figured I would share them anyways. This list is somewhat reasonable hopes, with number one being what I wanted to see most. You can probably tell that I just bought a Switch and I've put my Xbox One on the back burner. Ooh, oh, that's uh, a smart move. Oh, I mean, Xbox man. One sucks. Number right one." <laughs> I mean, Sean is dead. I don't know if you know this. Sea of Thieves is way better than Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I Good can't point. say that. With Good a point, Chris. Good point. <laughs> and State of Decay 2 is, oh, God. Try to play it. Can't do it. Uh, Fortnite Battle Royale for Switch is his top prediction with Forza Horizon 4 coming in second, then Borderlands 3. Pokemon Switch, Fallout 4 announced for the Switch. Tony Hawk Skate 4. Man, I... A lot of people, if you told me that Skate and Tony Hawk were coming together and I was getting a new Tony Hawk game and a new Skate game. You'd be done, wouldn't you? Oh, man, I'd be. Especially Ooh. if it harkened back to, like, the Tony Hawk original. No, 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 no. As long as it's, like, Skate. Oh. I don't care about Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh, Overwatch announced for the Switch. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe. That's a... That's no. a I think no. they pretty much already said that can't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. New, like, nah, dog. <laughs> new Splinter Cell game teased, a Gears of War 5 announcement. I think that's a guarantee. Or teaser. Uh, more important information about Cyberpunk 2077. Hopefully nice. with a release one. Yeah, I nice. hope we at least get like a, a trailer. 
Uh, I know that number six is out of the blue. That would be Tony Hawk's Skate 4. But come on, think about it. Tony Hawk has beef with Activision for not making an Pro skater. And everybody wants a four skate game from EA anyways. I'm interested to hear your guys' opinions game on. I want Skate 4. I don't care if only Tony Hawk's... A, a, Attach. It's been like seven years, I think, since the last skate game. Are so. you going to start wearing like your old Jenkos and everything again? <laughs> <laughs> <They're>, uh, <laughs> My Jenkos. <laughs> you call them Jenkos. <laughs> they're coming Jenkos. out with a Tony Hawk pop. Yeah, I'm not getting it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He was on slow mo guys, and he did a 900. Or no, it wasn't 900. It was a McFlip twisty. McFlip twisty. That right. sounds like something Wendy's would have. Um, those seem pretty cool, Jaden. Yeah, I, I, like I think a lot of them are probably right, except for uh, Overwatch on Switch. I don't think. Will yeah, happen. that's not going to happen. And, I uh, think Fallout Four is going to get the PSVR announcement. Ooh, since it's already been on VR for PC for a little while, that makes sense. And that's it for me. What do you got on? Oh uh, my God, it's my turn. What's on the Twitterverse? Uh, we, got, we got a one hour ago at Big Riff. Uh, it says at weekly games chat this week, I learned that Chris's Southern accent comes out exclusively when he says, you know, you know, <laughs> um, and, um, at Hyderberg, uh, actually wanted to know, wasn't it actually Chris and John last week though? <laughs> That's the rumor. Uh, apparently we're not the only ones who, um, I might've gotten a couple of things on uh, Facebook too. <laughs> you, you did you really? Oh yeah, I That's think awesome. even like uh, old Slade said so. Like so, Sean is John now, <laughs> or something like that to me. I'm loading up new followers. Chris's internet is letting me down right now. The internet has not been good tonight. We we I know we at least had one because I just I literally just saw it. Well, that loaded up nice. So I'm gonna give a shout out to nice. at Tmart nine three seven. Thank you so much for the follow. I will follow you back when the internet acts right. Um, and Chris, I don't know if I can get to the other ones. See what it's doing? Oh. Uh, yeah, my, maybe my internet's just on like a, you got a little lag issue going on. I, yeah, I guess so. A little update. Know. You download something. Um, you download that new John Mayer video again. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think we're not going to get to them, but if you have followed it, I will bring it up next time. There you go. Thank you so much. And if you want to join the Twitter conversation, Chris, where do they find us? You can get us at Weekly Game Chat on Twitter and also on Facebook uh, and YouTube. We're, we're all on those things. Uh, if you want to write emails again, you can write them to weeklygamechat at gmail.com. That's weeklygamechat at gmail.com. If you want new episodes every Wednesday, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, where podcast service you use, and you will get a new episode every Wednesday. If you like the show... And they have a rating or review system there. Drop us five stars. If you hate the show, drop us four stars. That way you, you completely have hurt us if you give us four stars instead of five stars. And you've made a point. Right? We all agree in this logic? Was I, I think we're all agreeing. What on. are we doing? We're, what is he doing? <laughs> waiting to wrap up. This has What's been this? episode 155 of Weekly Game Chat. Until you know next time. Because I keep track of things. I'm an adult. Are you? Yeah. Mm. As I stare at you. Mm. We play video games. Yeah. Adults hang up. I'm going to go play with my pops after this. <laughs> adults, <laughs> adults hang up more than two pictures in their house, usually. <laughs> Not if they don't want people to realize this is where the serial killer lives. What? Speaking <laughs> of Dexter. Were you about shy 14? <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you? Were you? Uh, 
Until next time, though. Oh my God, they all came up. Well, too bad. We already wrapped it up. Only, only old T Mart. I got a bunch of y'all. Say what's up to next week. Uh, Game on, Sean. Oh, game on, Chris. Game on, John. Dark Souls has partial nudity, and game on, Shawnee. Chris. Penny's whining. Game on, John. Penny knows this is the end, so she's whining. Uh, Your mom's box. Uh, Peace out, everybody. Fuck life. That's what she said.